the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You think football is fun? Are you ready for some football? Uh, yes. Because I love football. The winning tradition continues. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. This is Manatee Hurricane Football on News Talk 930 WLSS. Here's Dave Bristow. A very pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from John Kiker Memorial Stadium on the campus of Southeast High School, where hopefully tonight we're going to play football, but that is very much up in the air right now as it's raining very, very hard here at Southeast High, and the game is in doubt. We're supposed to kick off, obviously, in about a half an hour, but again, the radar does not look good, and if, in fact, the Hurricanes and Seminoles do not play tonight. We'll be back here tomorrow afternoon, from what we hear, at 2 o'clock. But we're going to try to get it in. We're going to do our part, bring you the pregame, and hopefully uh, Mother Nature will do her part and get this rain on out of here. Joining me, as always, for the Shake Pit pregame show, Eddie Mulock is up here in the booth along with statistician Phil Dudevois. Also in the booth is Gene Brown as he is not going to go down on the sidelines right now because he doesn't have boots on. And, uh, boy, you need boots on the sidelines right now because it is nasty out there. And the water on the sidelines is uh, about a foot deep now. So it continues to pour, Eddie, and we had bad conditions last week. And, man, you just hope that... These two teams can play in decent conditions, and if that takes moving the game to tomorrow, I'm all for that. Yeah, also, Dave, the water is standing real deep along the sideline, but it's out all the way to the hash marks in the middle of the field, so it's going to take a long while for that kind of water uh, to run off. We played in this last week, as you well know, this kind of rain, but there is lightning around every now and then, and I don't believe that we'll – it doesn't look very good right now. It's so dark over there to the east. Yeah, and that's where the storms are coming from, really moving from the south kind of to the uh, to the west maybe as they're coming up and they're generating down. And it's really the classic summer thunderstorm types that we're getting now. It's very unusual for October. What has happened is we had a front that came down and it kind of stalled just to the south of us and it keeps meandering back and forth and basically making the atmospheric conditions a little uh, unsettled right now. You, you like that, don't you, Gene? Yeah, being up here in the box uh, <laughs> for the rain delay. Walking around on the field probably about 645 before the rain started coming down. field was actually in good condition. There were some soggy spots around the numbers, but the middle of the field was nice. Southeast always has a thick grass, and especially lately as we've come in here the last few years, they haven't had the speed that we've had, so they keep the grass a little thicker for their whole season, and the, the wetness would just kind of sog instead of uh, slip. And But now they're starting to get puddles 
in the middle of the field. So even if it does stop raining, you don't know how long it's going to take for it to dry up enough to be safe for our players. All right, we're going to take our first time out. We're going to continue the Shake Pit pregame show like we're going to have football tonight, and we'll talk about this game and other games in the area when we return. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick GMC. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Retired General David Petraeus says ground troops will be necessary to defeat the Islamic State terrorists. General Petraeus says yes, boots on the ground will be needed, but he also says those boots can be Iraqi, not American. General Petraeus is the former commander of U.S. forces in Iraq, and he oversaw the change in strategy that is credited with turning the tide in that war. Bloomberg reports Petraeus made his comments on ISIS to a group of business executives in Tokyo. His comments seem to track with the Obama administration's plan, which calls for airstrikes in the battle against ISIS, in addition to action on the ground from Iraqi troops and American-trained Syrian rebels. Linda Kenyon, SRN News. On Wall Street today, the Dow recovered from its 264-point drop yesterday. It was up by 167 points today to 17,113. The Nasdaq rose 45, the S&P advanced 17. This is SRN News. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley in Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley in Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley in Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. Well, my love, the Louvre was simply divine, as was the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com. Mostly cloudy tonight with a few showers and a thunderstorm, mainly early on, low 74. We'll see a blend of clouds and sunshine tomorrow with showers and thunderstorms, high 87. Those showers and thunderstorms will continue throughout the evening tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll become partly cloudy, low 75. And Sunday, some cloudy with a few showers and a thunderstorm, high 87. That's your ranking with the forecast. I'm Benny Thompson for News Talk 930 WLSS.
Welcome back to John Kiker Memorial Stadium on the campus of Southeast High School, where tonight we're supposed to have a high school football game between Southeast and Manatee. Right now everything is kind of in a holding pattern. As both teams are in the locker room, we've got rain falling very hard. Some intermittent lightning, not real bad right now, but of course any lightning uh, is not a good situation when you have people outside. So they're not going to take any chances with that. And both teams, again, are in the locker room. This is the Shake Pit pregame show as we are supposed to be about 25 minutes away from kickoff. But I just got this sneaky feeling that we may not kick it off for a long time tonight. We're going to hang with you till around 7.30 and then get the official word on how long this might be delayed. And who knows, maybe uh, maybe this will blow on through. But the problem, if you're looking at radar, is it's not really moving that fast. So we may be in for a lengthy delay, but keep it here. Um, and, and I'm sure you are, because uh, if you look at the stands, there's virtually no one here. And, you know, why would there be anyone here, right? Just us. As, uh, you Keep know... Going. It, us ducks. Yeah, the ducks. Yeah. The sidelines are going to be what's tough if this game does start. You got boots. I, I had left them at home. I thought about grabbing them. He's already begging off. He's already begging off. He's afraid. Hey, I'll go down. If we play, I will be on the sidelines. Well, you know, let's take a look at these two teams, guys, because they're coming in with one and three and three and one records. And most people around the county know, obviously, who has the one and three record, uh, Southeast has really hit lean times in the last couple of years, and they've been hit by uh, enrollment going down and basically don't have the players that they used to. You know, only two years ago, Gene, this was voted as the top rivalry in the state of Florida. It's hard to believe. Yeah, and when you look at it, you know, I admire Southeast for still wanting to play Manatee. We've got other schools in our county, and they can say what they want to say, but they don't want to play us. And that's because, you know, we've we've consistently – one and beat every county school now. What are we going on? 60-plus games, I think. Something with that. No, a game. They just said the game's tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Okay. They just did say that. All right. At 11 o'clock. So they took our advice. Yeah, they did. They took, all right. Eddie, see, people yeah, do listen. they listen to us. Right? They had us tuned in down there. Well, the good thing about that is, is you call it early, you get the kids home, get them in bed. Yes. And they can get back up early, get into school, listen up, and get going. No doubt about it. I mean, I've disagreed with decisions over the years, but I Not totally, totally agree with this decision. It's a no-brainer, really. So you know what? Anybody out there listening, you were going to listen to the game or maybe go to the game, go to Beef O'Brady's and get some wings. Yeah, go to Beef's, uh, have a good time. Maybe we can stick on an old game, uh, maybe the Naples game. That was a thrilling game a couple weeks ago. And remember, come out tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Now, Joe is back at the WLSS studios. Joe, they were talking about two, but now they say 11. Are, are we okay with 11? Okay. that's uh, Joe, that's not what I wanted to hear. Uh, Joe usually, no problem, no big deal. Uh, Joe's got to get uh, on the line to the president of Salem Communications and all that good stuff. I mean, this is high-up stuff, man, we're dealing with here. So uh, we'll bring you the game one way or the other if we have to stream it, uh, you know, online. Uh, obviously, we'll be doing that, and, and we'll be video streaming. But I, I, I got a pretty good feeling we'll be right here on WLSS 11 o'clock. We'll try to go on the air at uh, 1030, but I think there's a sports show uh, tomorrow morning. Um, it, doesn't that go from 10 to 11, Joe? Okay, well, we could just kind of ride right into it then. We could do an abbreviated uh, pregame show if uh, 
Uh, who's the guy? I talked to him a couple weeks ago. Who is that, Joe, again? That would be Patrick Highland of the Sports Zone. Yeah, Patrick Highland. Um, yeah, Pat's a good guy, and uh, that would be a great segue for his show, going right into uh, to Hurricane football. So uh, maybe we'll do that. But uh, Joe will work out all the details. Uh, he's the man back at WLSS. So once again, our game tonight has been postponed until tomorrow. We will play at 11 o'clock, a little Saturday morning football. It's Wildcat style, right? Going back to the youth leagues. Uh, well, these kids want to play. We want to play. we got a big district game Thursday to open our district play against Riverview. But we still want to get a little warm-up, get as much uh, experience as we can with our younger offense. Gene, that's an excellent point because that had to go into the thought process. Let's get it over early and give these kids a few extra hours to recuperate because it's a short week. Now, I don't know what Riverview is doing tonight. They may be off this week. Riverview, I got a sneaky suspicion. Let me let me I, just check that I out. I think they are. They're not even listed in the yeah. Sarasota paper yeah. for well, talking well, about their game tonight. I'm pretty sure they are, Dave. Because this is their biggest game of the oh, year. Yeah. The only way they got to win district is to beat Manatee, and so far that hasn't worked out the last several so years. We'll have a lot of Riverview coaches in attendance tomorrow morning. We would have had them in attendance tonight had we played, but the game, again, officially postponed until tomorrow at 11 o'clock. So, guys, uh, let's just wrap it up here. Again, uh, the right decision, Eddie Mulot, no question about it. Uh, we played in this kind of weather last week, and it wasn't fun at all. It's it's a break for the Hurricanes as far as I'm concerned. Manatee will be much faster on a dry field. If we throw the football, we can throw it better. I think it's a, a very beneficial decision for the Canes. Well, Gene, you've been down on the field. How well does this field drain, and will it be playable tomorrow morning? Yes, as long as we don't have monsoons tonight. If it does slut up now and gets going, I think we'll be all right. Um, it does hold water in some areas, but, again, trying to play it tonight would have been probably yeah. almost impossible. Gene, this field is very low. I'll tell you that right now. This is this area over here is very low, but maybe it'll dra- drain out to the low area. Well, what we could do is just move it to Hawkins Stadium. That's what, that was my suggestion. <laughs> right. Well, you know, obviously our field is, is in good shape, too, but with the weather, it's been tough. Um, our field's not lined, you know, but, again, you got to go with what you got. I'll go out tomorrow morning. You'll go line. <laughs> but, uh, okay, that's going to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone uh, for listening to this very abbreviated Shake Pit pregame show, and I'm sure that everyone uh, has been listening because they wanted to know, hey, should I get in the car and brave the weather or not? Well, the answer is absolutely not. Breakfast with the Hurricanes. Yeah, breakfast with the Hurricanes uh, tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. And uh, we'll join you probably for an abbreviated pregame show, but uh, just tune in a little before 11. That's all you have to do. Or tune in at 10 for the sports show on tomorrow morning, and you'll hear all the details. So that's going to do it. Again, uh, appreciate all the work done, uh, even though it was only 15 minutes of work by Joe Weaver tonight. Joe, you got the night off. We will see you. All right. Yep. Yep. Head down to Beast, and everybody enjoy their Friday evening. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning for Manatee Southeast. For Gene Brown and Eddie Mulock, this is Dave Bristow. So long, everyone. All right, we are set for the kickoff, and it will be Nick Knoll who will be kicking off from the 25-yard line. So right away, Manatee could get put in a hole, a 15-yard penalty, as the Hurricanes were on the wrong side of the 50. Back deep for Southeast, Keon Birch and Terrence Pryor. 
So we are set for a little Saturday morning football. If you're out driving around, get over here. It's a beautiful day as the temperature hovering oh, right around 80 degrees right now. The Hurricanes will be kicking right to left Manatee in their all-white road uniforms with red helmets, southeast and all orange. Here we go. Nick Knoll kicks off, and, well, the referee says hold everything. As Southeast comes into this game 1-3, and three, coming off their first win of the year, a shutout win over the Bayshore Bruins last week while the Hurricanes were thumping Sarasota. 38-3, the Canes at 3-1, and one, a three-game winning streak. This is a non-district game. Manatee will begin district play Thursday night, so it's going to be a very, very short week. Yeah, Southeast coming off a 37-point thumping by Lakewood Ranch and a 30-point thumping by Countryside, and then Braden and River scored 27 on them. Yeah, but I watched that game, and that game was fairly even. It was 9 nothing at half. Southeast had some turnovers, but if you watch both sides of the ball, and there's there wasn't a huge difference there. All right, that's going to be uh, five yards up to the 30 now, the penalty against Southeast. So at least we're back to the 30 kicking off. Nick Knoll, again, kicking deep to Pryor and Birch. The right-footed kicker gets his leg into it, and it's a nice high kick taken all the way back at the 2. Birch to the 5, to the 10 to the 20, and he is out to about the 25-yard line. And you know what? That's excellent kick coverage by the Hurricanes. Malik Mitchell on the stop. He came from the left side, too. He was coming down the left lane, and he went over and made the tackle. Good tackle. Yeah, they're going to mark it at the 26. That's where the Seminoles will drive start as we open action here on this Saturday morning. A little strange, but you know what? I kind of like it. Pretty good crowd on the far side for the Hurricanes. Southeast, again, will be driving left to right. They will start the game with James Thomas, the senior quarterback. They will send three receivers right away to the left, one to the right. Birch is the lone setback. Thomas takes the snap. He wants to throw. He fires it down. It's complete right away to the 30 to about the 34-yard line. That was a good catch by Jack Shin, Jamar Gaskin on the stop. Shin, the former quarterback, who is now playing receiver. And we had him stopped right where he caught the ball, but we missed the tackle. He made a good run on it, but we missed the tackle. Fortunately, he had some help there, Dave. Well, now on the roster I have, it says it's Landon Arsenal. So we'll have to check that. Second down and two. Inside handoff. Not much room there. Back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. So it's going to be third down as the Hurricanes get in on the ball carrier. Front line, in a hurry. Front line really penetrating right that time. Dave. That was Keon Birch, a sophomore. Keon Birch and Kevin Johnson run the football predominantly for the Southeast Seminoles. Got five wide, five, two wide, three on the left side and two on the right side here, Dave. They're going to throw the ball. Third and three. Johnson wants to throw. He fires it down, and it is caught. Right on the first down marker, so it will be a first down and ten. First and ten, catching the football, Terrence Pryor, Antonio Henderson on the stop. But that's their game plan, good quick passes. James Thomas is a six foot, 190-pound senior on the year, 23 out of 68 for 261 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. You know, they're only 
averaging 63 yards passing a game, 118 yards rushing. Again, first and 10, the line of scrimmage, the 36-yard line. Man in motion now. That's Pryor going left to right. Thomas, the quarterback, in the pocket, floats it down the middle. It is caught. And that is Keon Birch who caught it right on the first down marker at the 47. Jamarian McDonald on the stop. but He's getting the mark, too. He's going to get the first down. Southeast driving the football early, Gene. Yeah, and it's coming out here. Southeast realizes they're probably not going to be able to run against us, so they're going to pass. And uh, we just got to get a little pressure on them up front. Uh, Dave, can you turn my uh, – I can barely hear you. Turn me yeah. up a little bit. How's that? Better? All right. No, it's like – I don't know if it's something – all right, we'll, we'll get to it. All right, we've got uh, timeout on the field with 10.06 to go in the first quarter, and we are scoreless, so we'll take a quick 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! 930 WLSS. All right, we're back. The Manatee Hurricanes and Southeast Seminoles going at it on this Saturday morning. Southeast got the kickoff, and they've driven the ball out to the 48-yard line. This is a Southeast 48 driving left to right. It's first and 10. Thomas out of the shotgun. Thomas takes the snap, two-step drop, wants to throw. He throws a long sideline route, and it's incomplete. Good coverage on the near side by Trevon Rumpf. The intended receiver was Shin. They're doing a pretty good job keeping our guys out. There's really no pressure that time on the quarterback. Uh, that's going to be important if they're going to throw the ball as much as they, they indicate. The Canes are going to have to put some real pressure up front. Might have to blitz a linebacker. Second down and long now for the Seminoles. Second and ten. Just underway here. Beautiful day so far after that torrential rain we had last night. Thomas out of the gun, three receivers to the right, two to the left. Thomas takes the snap, wants to throw a quick slant. It's incomplete. So now Manatee all of a sudden putting some pressure on the senior quarterback, and it's third down and ten. Starting on the defensive line is Tony Collins. Delvin Mays is not playing this morning. Collins, a 5'11", 240-pound junior. We'll miss Mays. He's a good player up there. Third down and 10. Official timeout. Here we go. Third and 10. Thomas out of the gun. Takes the snap. Looks, looks, fires over the middle, and it is incomplete and a flag on the play. Oh, man, I'm not sure that's going to be interference, but it looked like that the intended receiver was hit as soon as the ball got there. we got another flag over here, too, against the Canes, I think. So it's going to give them a first down automatic. That's yeah, going to be interference against Manatee. That's a 15-yard penalty from the last line of scrimmage, which will give them first down again. They're marching. 
9.52 to go in the first quarter. We are scoreless. Southeast has the football. First and 10 at the Hurricane 37-yard line, driving left to right. Thomas out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Looks, looks. He lofts it down the near sideline, and it is caught at the 15-yard line. A terrific catch by Dimitri Smith. Smith is six foot two, 190, and he just went up and got it over Jerkevius Laughlin. Also, Rumpf was over there, but that was a very well-thrown ball by James Thomas, and this southeast offense is clicking early in this football game. Key was his, he jumped so high, he was way above our defenders. Thomas sends three receivers to the right, two to the left. They've just abandoned any running game, but the way they're throwing it, why should they run? Thomas is a good runner. We've got movement by two players. That'll be a five-yard penalty against Southeast, so it'll be first and 15. I want to remind everyone, we'll bring you statistics throughout the game. All of our game stats brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. CSL provides accounting, taxation, auditing, and consulting services. Go to CSLCPA.com for details. First down and 15, line of scrimmage, the Manatee 20. Southeast driving left to right. We're scoreless, 9.43 to go in the first quarter. Thomas out of the gun with three receivers to the right, two to the left. Takes a snap. Here come the Canes. He throws toward the end zone, and it is incomplete over the outstretched arms of Keon Birch. Antonio Henderson was on the coverage, and Mackey was putting all sorts of pressure on the quarterback, James Thomas. That's the key right there, Dave. they got to keep coming off the ends and up the middle a little bit for that quarterback. I think they put pressure on him. He's going to have a hard time. The head coach at Southeast in his first year is John Warren, taking over for the legendary Paul Meckley. Thomas spreads the field with three to the left, two to the right. Receivers. Thomas takes the snap. He looks. Now he's going to run out of the pocket. He's to the 15. He's to the 10. And he is inside the five-yard line. It's going to be first and goal for the Seminoles. Nashawn Smith on the stop, but not before Thomas got the first down, a 16-yard scamper. Yeah, they sent a lot of people deep and spread us out, and then he went right up the middle. Yeah, he's a good runner, and he's a strong kid, six foot 190. This offensive line is holding up so far for Southeast. I wouldn't be surprised if they try a Thomas run again here. Thomas out of the gun on first and goal. And here comes Mackey, a little slant. It's incomplete. That's what they got to do, too, is hit him a couple times like that. Yeah, they uh, Mackey came basically untouched. So it'll be second down and goal from the four. Yeah, Dave, and on that play where he broke the big play, uh, the sidelines, the numbers being wet made one of our players lose his footing. And, again, that's going to be a detriment to us a little bit. But I think, uh, you know, how we we normally kind of give that team the first drive. Let's try to stop them to a field goal attempt here and come back out and readjust. Thomas now has Keon Birch in the backfield. Thomas is in the shotgun. And he will run it right up the middle, and he gets into the end zone, plus there's face mask call against Manatee. Thomas gets the touchdown to give Southeast a 6 to nothing lead, and we have a face mask. Boy, this Southeast team is really fired up. 
They might have. Are they going to give it halfway to the? No, they'll probably take it on the kickoff. Kickoff, right. So Southeast jumps out to a six-to-nothing lead on a nice run by James Thomas. And you know he's throwing the ball really well tonight. And you mix that with his running ability, and he's a dangerous quarterback. I'm surprised they haven't. They've only scored a few 14 points. Or a little bit more. Well, than again, that. we're going to get their best shot today. KV and Harvey is on to try the extra point. And the play is stopped. And it's offsides against Manatee. So the Canes need to get it together here. They've come out a little sloppy early on. A lot of penalties. Players already with their hands on their hips. And, you know, you. You got to come out and play the game, and Southeast is ready to go today. Nothing to lose mentality. And the extra point attempt is no good. No good off to the right. So it's six to nothing. Southeast leads. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 930 WLSS. All right, the Hurricanes will receive the kick, but unfortunately the face mask on the touchdown is assessed here on the kickoff against the Hurricanes. So Southeast will be kicking off from the Manatee 45-yard line. Good chance he'll be able to boot it into the end zone, right? Or maybe they try an onside I was kick. I say ordinarily you'd, we'd be looking for the onside. The because even if they lose it, they, Manatee would have it probably at the 35 or 40. So Ricardo Rodriguez kicking off for Southeast. Let's see if they do try to onside. Why not? What do you got to lose? And he will kick it deep, and it will sail into the end zone. So Manatee will drive start from their own 20-yard line. Joe Robinson was back deep. Hey, as far as an injury report goes, Manatee pretty healthy. Delvin Mays being held out of today's game. The injury report brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Former Hurricane John Walls will make sure you stay in the game. Request Physical Therapy has four area locations to better serve you. Check them out at requestpt.com. All right, the Hurricanes on offense. Now the starting quarterback is Sloan Drummond, the transfer from Shabaston High School. Drummond, 6'2", 190, out of the shotgun. Sloan takes the snap. He wants to throw long on the first play. Oh, barely overthrows his man. Wow. He was open. That was Isaiah Goldie running up the middle of the field. Wide open. He was wide open. Ball should have been caught, guys, from yeah, the angle. Yeah, I think he was, kind of stopped yeah, his route, stopped didn't he, Gene? And, yeah. You know, that's a ball that Calvin McKnight, with his little bit taller than Goldie, and Goldie did a good effort at it, but that ball was catchable. Yeah, you got to run right through it. Pretty well-thrown ball, though, on Drummond's first throw as a Manatee Hurricane. All right, he's back in the shotgun. Johnny Lang is the running back. Johnny gets it. Johnny to the 25. Johnny spinning ahead close to the 28-yard line, an 8-yard pickup for Johnny Lang. Lang, a fantastic game last week. 
187 yards officially and three touchdowns for the season. 584 yards, averaging over six and a half yards a touch, and also add five touchdowns to that total. Lang took most of the snaps at quarterback last week. Today it's Sloan Drummond. Drummond will give off to Lang. Lang gets the first down and more. Lang to the 35, Lang to the 40, Lang to the 41-yard line. Johnny Lang with some nifty running for 13 yards. First and 10 for the Hurricanes. Let's set the Manatee offense. From left to right on the offensive line, Luke Clifton, Bernard Shaw, Josh Card in the center on the right side. Guard Bradley Stickler and tackle Sam Kuva. The receivers, Cavius Price, Kelvin McKnight, and Isaiah Goldie. Johnny Lang in the backfield, and the quarterback is Sloan Drummond. First and ten for the Hurricanes from their own 41, driving right to left. Drummond wants to throw. He fires it, oh, a little bit over the hands of the receiver. He just threw that ball a little hard, and it was Cavius Price, the intended receiver. And I'm sure Drummond has some nerves going on, Gene Brown. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about down here. You know, he finally got the chance to start, had the first play was darn wide open, and then uh, on that one, a little excitement. But, you know, I want to see him run the ball, and now we're back into the the uh, wildcat a little bit. Yeah, Johnny Lang on to take the snap here. Lang will run it to the near side. Boy, Southeast is right there as Lang gets upfield for a yard. A good run considering Southeast really smelled that play as it is third down and nine now from the 42-yard line. Give Johnny a yard. That's the disadvantage with that play. Basically, everybody knows, including the defense, what you're going to do. And they got all excited because they were able to stop Johnny Lang. Lang will now be a receiver split to the right side. Four receivers to the left side. Drummond in the gun. Drummond wants to throw. He flares it out. It's complete to McKnight to the 45. Kelvin fighting for the first down. He is going to be just shy at midfield. You would think the Canes will go for it here. That's Sloan Drummond's first pass completion, and they got the ball to Kelvin McKnight. And here's something that you can look for with the Hurricanes as we move on. Probably not today, but Drummond is a good physical quarterback, and he will be able to quarterback sneak. And Staten's coming in there, too. Didn't Staten come in? Yeah, Staten uh, in the game as a blocking tight end on the right side. Drummond will give it to Johnny Lang. He has the first down and more. Johnny to the 40. Johnny to the 30. Johnny to the 28-yard line. Boy, a nice crease on the right side, and Lang popped it for 22 yards. That was a great run on to get the first down, but he picked up a lot more than the first down. He picked up two first downs on yeah. Give Stickler and Kuva credit. Also, center Josh Carden. Boy, he has been the anchor of that offensive line, and it's an improving offensive line for the Hurricanes after losing everyone last year, not only losing uh, their offensive line, they lost them all to college and to pretty good colleges too. Drummond out of the shotgun. He will give off to Lang. Lang running free. Lang to the 20. Lang to the 15. Lang down close to the 10-yard line. Johnny Lang, they'll say his knee went down at the 13. I believe. Let's wait and see where they mark it here. Yeah, I like Johnny Lang getting the ball handed off by the, by another quarterback rather than the 16-yard gain. The Hurricanes are in the Wells Fargo Financial Advisor red zone. Former Hurricane Chuck Brown will take care of all your financial planning. Find out what Chuck can do for you. Got a flag on the play. Line of scrimmage is, we're going to call it the 13-yard line. What's the flag all about, Gene? They've got 12 players on the field. Well, that's not a nice thing. 
trying to do it. One of the things I like about this offense, and we know how Sloan looked, and A.J. Had, did a great job for us, just a little bit younger, but if Sloan can keep this going, it gives you that opportunity for Johnny to be able to run the ball out of the running back right. position instead of as soon as he comes in at uh, Wildcat, everybody goes for him. Well, they have to respect the pass with Drummond in the game. Drummond gets the snap. He gives it to Johnny. Johnny right at the middle across the five. Johnny is close to the goal line. He is right at the one-yard line. It's going to be first and goal for the Hurricanes. It looked like he went in there. I thought he was over the line, but he's right on that real close. Well, he's racking up some early yards as the Hurricanes are in the Wells Fargo. Chuck Brown, financial advisor, red zone. Six carries, 66 yards for Johnny Lang, all of our... Game stats brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. Drummond is under center now with an offset eye formation. Drummond will sneak the ball, and he is in for a touchdown. He's a big kid, don't forget. He's tall. How about that? Yeah. Slow Drummond goes in from one yard, and what's that going to do for his confidence, Gene? Yeah, it's going to be great. And I like his demeanor coming off. I mean, it's the first time we've gone under center this year, and, you know, you play it when you have to, and I think coming into a district week next week, we're trying a lot and giving the kid an opportunity to succeed. He looked really good, I thought, handling the ball, handling it off, and he's under control the whole drive. I thought so, too, Gene. I thought he looked really good, and, you know, he looks like a quarterback out there. He's He stands tall, 6'2", and you got Johnny Lang to hand off, too. That's not a bad thing. Nick Knoll misses the extra point. Oh, wow. Gosh, that was something we needed right there because they huh. missed theirs, too. So, so we tie it up at 6, and Noel misses the extra point. All right, well, so we'll take a 30-second break. 6.08 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane Football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. 930 WLSS. We're back at John Kiker Memorial Stadium. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football. And I want to thank everyone at WLSS. They did a lot of maneuvering to get our game on today after it was postponed last night. And this is a special broadcast of Hurricane Football. And we want to thank also the good people at Grace Tax Advisory. Normally you'd be hearing the Retire with Grace program right now. And that show will air immediately following our game right here on WLSS. Also, we thank Phil's gang for helping us to bring you Hurricane football in this unusual time slot. Normally, the scoop with Frankie M. Bruzino would air this afternoon. Now, you can hear the scoop with Frankie right after Retire with Grace. So, stay tuned after the games for those two programs. All right, here we go. Nick Knoll kicking off right to left. Nick with a driving kick that goes into the end zone. And Manatee has a player that I think is a little banged up. That's Jamarian McDonald. Hopefully he just got the wind knocked out. Yeah, he did. He may have to come out for a snap, though. He's our starting free safety. And that gives us a chance to set the Manatee defense. Our defensive line, Quanzie Jackson and Matt Mackey at ends. Tony Collins getting the start today at tackle, along with Malik Mills. The inside linebackers, Jamar Gaskin and Nashawn Smith. On the outside, Trevon Ruff and Antonio Henderson. Jarkevious Laughlin and Joe Robinson, the corners, and Jamarian McDonald, 
who we just talked about, is the free safety. It's a good time to shut him down on this drive. First and ten for the Seminoles. Drive starting at their own 20. James Thomas out of the gun. He wants to throw. He throws it down the near side, and it's knocked away. Good play by the Hurricanes' George Woody. He just tipped it, and he almost tipped it right into the hands of the receiver. I was going to say he, he did, and he dropped it. Demetri Smith, but what happens, Eddie, is when you get you change the trajectory of the football, and that's exactly what happened there. You, he just got a little fingertip on it, and that was all it took. But that was nice coverage, though. But, again, a well-thrown ball by James Thomas. They got a good, interesting game plan here. They're going deep on the Canes, throwing the ball. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. Thomas, again, operating out of the shotgun, takes the snap. He wants to throw. He fires it down incomplete. Boy, the receiver ran a go pattern, and he threw it at about the 28 on a little, just a stop pattern, a little curl. And that ball could have been picked by Gaskin. So it's third down and ten now, and after the long drive by Southeast on their first offensive possession, it would be great here to get a three and out. And except for the quarterback, they've abandoned the running game. They're not. They're just not even lining up. They're lining up with one, two, three, five wide receivers right now. Three to the left, two to the right. Thomas on a third down and ten. He takes the snap, looks, 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 fires a long sideline incomplete and a late flag. That was good pressure, though. Personal foul. Against Roughing the pass the Hurricanes. Well, I look back there, and he was standing up. It was a bad call. He was running right at him, and when he released the balls, when he hit him, so his timing. Oh boy, I didn't see the quarterback. I followed the ball. That's what happened in their last drive. They kept getting penalties. The only reason they moved the one huge three, fifteen yarder. Gene, did you happen to see the end of that play? Yeah, and I don't think he – I mean, he hit him, but not – maybe if he's talking about maybe he went high, but the quarterback never even went down. Yeah, no, no, he was standing up. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. That's interesting. Thomas out of the gun, first and 10, line of scrimmage the 35 after the 15-yard penalty. Thomas running the option, pitches back. Nothing there as the Southeast Seminole Birch is knocked down back at the 31-yard line. Tremendous play by Tony Collins. Yeah, let's just drive him back to where they were after that penalty. Let's drive him back 15 yards. They're going to say the 32. It'll be second and 13. 5.35 to go in the first quarter. This is Saturday morning football. A nice crowd is filtered in here to John Kiker Memorial Stadium, considering that it's uh, a game played like no other game in recent memory, a Saturday morning game. A lot of Manatee people here, a lot of red shirts over there. Thomas out of the gun. Now he sends a receiver in motion, four receivers to the left. Thomas rolling to the far side. It's picked off by the Canes, picked off at the 30. On his feet to about the 22-yard line is Joe Robinson. Robinson gets the T.O., and there's There's another another flag. flag. What is this today? These guys are flag happy. I'm sorry, that rough in the passer was ridiculous. Unsportsmanlike against yeah, you know what? So I'll take all the fun out of the game. That was though. Unfortunately, McDonald got, got a little riled one, up. and he, he blocked the southeast kid. Did a nice block and then got up and taunted him. You know he's got to he's got to know when to do that and do it to your sidelines, not in the player's face. And they're saying that's his second one, Gene. He might be gone. Right. Yep. So if that's the case, we'll see a lot of Malik Mitchell. He's a good player. 
Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, these kids emulate what they see on TV, and what they see is not good right now <laughs> in, in college and the NFL. And, uh, you know, so they start acting out, and unfortunately that costs the Canes, but we still get the pick. And Manatee has great field position, first down and 10, driving right to left from the southeast 38-yard line. I wouldn't mind going deep right here. You know what? It looks like the Canes are going to stay in this Wildcat. Wildcat with Lang. Lang takes the direct snap, and he runs right up the middle, gets a yard, maybe two. He sort of bobbled the snap. You know, David, that slowed him down a little bit. Slowed the momentum down. Drummond will come back in now. It's second down and nine. But, you know, I like it. I like mixing it up. And, again, it just keeps the defense off balance. Manatee will send two receivers to the left, two to the right. Go back to that play that we just overthrew. Drummond in the shotgun with Johnny Lang right beside him. Drummond wants to throw, and he wants to throw long and complete. That was the same play, the same exact play, and he just barely overthrew the intended receiver, Lorenz Allen. He's open. He was open, too. Just needs to put maybe a little bit of air under that. He's got to shoot it like a basketball almost, you know. Let it drop in there. Throw it high let it drop into that receiver running fast down there. So now it's third down and nine. For the Canes. We might be in four-down territory. I don't know. Drummond takes the snap. He fakes to Lang, and the play is stopped. And it's offside, so that helps immensely. Turns a third and nine into a third and four and probably change your play call right here. I think it calls for Johnny Lang to run the ball. That's yeah, Because you've got two downs to get four yards. You, you run Johnny Lang twice. We're tied here. At John Kiker Memorial Stadium, 6-6. Both teams missing their extra points. Drummond in the gun, laying the setback on a third down and four. And it's a fake. Drummond wants to throw. He wants to throw long. He lofts it down to the end zone, and it's dropped oh. in the end zone. Wow. It was a nice pass, guys. There's a flag, though, and they're going to call pass interference. Tariq Andy. Milton. Was in, the intended receiver. In the end zone, too. Does that make a difference in high school? No, it doesn't, Eddie. It's going to be just a, a 15 yards or 10 yards. But when you look at that, that is the quarterback play we need right there. Yeah. He rolled, rolled to his left, turned, and threw a perfect ball. The only one who was going to catch it was our player. Well, so it yeah, was you're amazing. right, Gene. He squared his body, and that's not an easy thing as you are rolling to your left so you're throwing against your body but he squared up and threw a nice ball he right. threw a and beautiful it, pass it was perfect i mean it's what would and the receiver had his hands on it but the defensive back just ran through him yeah. before the ball got there and we still almost caught it and you know what gene it's time we get some of those pass interferences yes. right but you got to throw the ball to get those and that's what we did staten is in the game as the blocking back johnny lang out of the shotgun now in the wildcat Lang takes the snap. Lang running right up the middle. Johnny's got some room, and he gets about three, maybe four. He's at the 11-yard line. It'll be second down, and we'll call it seven. Second and a short seven, long six. Take your pick. Canes and Knowles tied at six, 3.55 to go in the first quarter. Drummond sends two receivers to the left, one to the right, and Staten is in the game. Now he will be in the slot. Now he lines up as a tight end to the left. 
And Johnny Lang gets the handoff. Johnny to the 10. Johnny driving those legs ahead to the 7-yard line. Boy, nice run by Johnny Lang. I think he got a good spot too, David. He is right there at the first down marker. It'll be third and one. Well, you like these positions, though, with Johnny Lang. Staten throwing a good block there. Staten's a very important part of this team. He doesn't get to carry it much, but he lines up at fullback. He lines up at tight end, and he's a big kid, 6'1", 220. We'll go back to that shuffle pass with him, too, I'm sure. Maybe not tonight, but sometime. Lang will run out of the gun now. Johnny Lang. Cavius Price goes in motion. Cavius gets it. He's trying to get to the outside. Cavius gets it to the five. Puts his head down, but he fumbles. But they say he's in the end zone before the ball comes out. And it's a touchdown for Cavius Price. So Price gets it in after the Canes get into the Wells Fargo Financial Advisor red zone with former Hurricane Chuck Brown. You know, Dave, the Canes are really mixing the plays up. You know, they're going up the middle, and they're throwing the ball, and they give Price around the outside. He's so quick. Good play calling by the coaches here. Six-play, 38-yard drive, capped off by a seven-yard run by Cavius Price for the touchdown. And Nick Knoll is in to attempt the extra point. Nick missed his first attempt, which is extremely unusual. He's been very accurate. McKnight, the holder, and boy, that is off a little bit to the right, and he it is no it again. Good. Well, I don't know what the deal is all of a sudden, but he has missed both of his extra points, so the Canes lead 12-6. Our scoring recap brought to you by Buccaneer Pond, whether you're buying or selling. Stick with Buccaneer Pond and Brad Meek. Two locations, one in Bradenton, one in Sarasota. We'll be live at Beefo Brady's for Hurricane Hotline, and we got a lot to squeeze in this week, don't we? Playing on a Saturday, we got Hurricane Hotline on Tuesday. Then we've got the first district game on Thursday night at Riverview. So, yeah, busy week for Hurricane fans. But join us for Hurricane Hotline 6-7 to seven every Tuesday evening at Beast, located 4900 block of Cortez Road. And head over to Beast today. We've got great college football on today. Outstanding lineup starting at noon with Georgia, Tennessee, Florida State, Plays at NC State and the former Gator quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, that game at 3.30. Miami and Duke go Blue Devils. Even though my nephew not playing there anymore, he graduated, but uh, still a big Blue Devil fan because my main man, Danny Doyle, is playing there. And then South Carolina, Missouri, that's a big game. Yep, Missouri South took Carolina it on the chin last week. a big hold of the SEC. So good, good day of uh, high school football and then uh, relax and watch some college football. Nick Knoll kicking off. He's going to be ticked, so I'm sure he'll boot this thing into the end zone, and he does. Mad because he's missed both his extra points. Gene, could it be field conditions with Nick? No, I think the center of the field's pretty good. I just think, you know, it's kind of maybe not used to playing on Saturday yet. He's a Friday night uh, kicker. One note of uh, kind of interesting is our other backup kicker decided to study uh, a little bit harder and has left the team. Uh, so that's uh, not good when your kicker's struggling when your backup's gone. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be Nick Pennybacker, and Nick has a ton of AP classes and just decided that he needed to spend a little more time with uh, his schoolwork, and you can't fault him for that. But, boy, <laughs> you know, for a day like today, I'm sure Nick would have got a chance. 
Back to action here. Thomas out of the gun on first and ten for the Seminoles. Sends a receiver in motion. Thomas will keep it, and he'll go down back at the 15-yard line. Wow, the Hurricanes were in in a hurly. It's Tony Collins getting the start, and that's his second tackle tonight. And Collins, who the coaches have been uh, wanting to get into the game, and, man, he's playing big time tonight so far. And that's what happens sometimes when you get an opportunity. Boy, he's a big kid. Six foot, 250. Defense getting fired up after that first drive against him, too. You know it, David? Yeah, I just gave him an inch. He's 5'11", but he looks six foot out there. Thomas on a second and 15. Oh, there's movement. I don't know if Southeast drew the Canes or Manatee just got excited. Offside. Offside. So they get the five yards back that they just got. Lost. So it'll be second down and 10. Thomas out of the gun. Again, movement. Bannon, we just praise Tony Collins. And uh, enough of that, Tony. <laughs> he jumped off sides. Okay. So, Penalties are killing the Canes in this first quarter. Well, a little bit. It's just focus and concentration on this Saturday morning. So 10 yards the easy way. Now all of a sudden it's second and five. It was second and 15 moments ago. 153 to go in the first quarter. Canes lead 12-6. Thomas takes the snap. He wants to throw over the middle, and it is caught at the 45 to the 50 to the 45 to the 40. Beautiful run after the catch by Landon Arsenal. Jamar Gaskin on the stop. But what a great play for the Seminoles. Tell you what, guys, we got a game here today. For right now, we do. Southeast getting the ball in Manatee territory, taking advantage of a couple of penalties. Now it's first and ten at the Hurricane 40-yard line. Three receivers to the near side of the field, and it is the short side. Thomas takes a snap. Here comes Mackey. Here comes Nashon, and he goes down. Thomas goes down for a sack at the 45-yard line. Wow. Nashon Smith and Matt Mackey. That's a pretty good combination right there. And Mackey's coming free quite a bit over there. They're just ignoring him. They're double team. Maybe they're doubling up on Nation. Matt Mackey coming into tonight's game with three sacks. And the Hurricanes coming into the game with 22 sacks. And we've had several already tonight. Or today. I'll say tonight all day, I'm sure. Second down and 15. Thomas looks, looks, looks. Now he's being harassed. He throws at the last minute incomplete. So it'll be third down and 15. I was watching Kwanzaa that time. He was making a good drive for the quarterback, and his feet just went out from underneath him out there, very wet where he was. Now you have to watch the scrambling ability of James Thomas on third and 15. Down to 42 seconds to go in the first quarter if you're just joining us. Manatee leads 12-6. Canes have had two unanswered touchdowns after Southeast jumped out to a 6-0 lead. All the extra points have been missed so far. Another flag. Flag on the play. Illegal procedure against Southeast. All right. Thank you. Finally. (laughs) One of our sponsors for Hurricane Football, Gator Air Conditioning. Gator Air is helping to keep the Manatee Hurricanes cool. Gator Air is home of the stress-free service call. That's Gator Air Conditioning. 
Third and 20 now. Ball back at midfield. Thomas sends three to the left, two to the right. Thomas is rolling to the near side, looking, looking, lofts it down, and it's out of bounds, incomplete at the 20-yard line. Good coverage by Rumpf, and Southeast will be forced to punt the football. So that's a good defensive series by the Canes, and they will get the football here. And I see this game uh, slowly starting to settle in now. They might try something tricky here, guys. Believe me, they they got everything to gain and nothing to lose. The punter for these Seminoles, Ricardo Rodriguez, a 5'11", 180-pound junior. Kelvin McKnight, who returned that punt for the touchdown last week against the Sailors, stands at the 20. We need a bad snap here. And it's a snap that floats. Not a very good kick by Rodriguez. It hits at the 30 and rolls dead right there. So Manatee will have good field position considering where the punt was from. Wedge shot in that mud, that that wet ground down there. Manatee will have time for one, maybe two plays as we wrap up the first quarter with the Canes on top, 12-6. We will be on the road Thursday night, I stress, Thursday evening. 7 o'clock, 7.30 kickoff from the Ramble as the Canes take on Riverview. And you got to think that Todd Johnson and his staff are here somewhere. I haven't seen them yet, but you know they're here watching this game. They were off this week. Lang running the Wildcat. A little bit of a high snap. Johnny gives off to Octavius James, but nothing doing. James gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. A high snap sort of messed that. It's timing up, David. Yeah, again, Josh Card in the center, and he's been snapping with his left hand. I haven't noted whether or not he continues to do that as the first quarter rolls to a conclusion. So we'll take a break. Canes lead 12-6. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to galatiyachts.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. 930 WLSS. Second down and 10 for the Hurricanes as we begin the second quarter. Line of scrimmage, the Manatee 30-yard line. Canes driving left to right with a 12-6 lead. Drummond out of the shotgun, wants to throw, fires it down. It's complete to McKnight. McKnight gets the first down and more. He's driven out of bounds on the far sideline at about the 41-yard line. That's what they got to do. They got to get the ball more in McKnight's hands. He can do so much with it. Well, boy, they're going to mark him at the 40. Still should have the first down. He does. But, man, I thought he got just past the 40, but long way to see from up here. It was on the far sidelines, but that was a 10-yard pickup for the Canes. Drummond out of the shotgun, 
And the give-off goes to Lang, but, boy, he has stopped right away. That's a loss, maybe of a half yard. And we'll say he got back to the 40, so it'll be second down and 10. Southeast really playing the run here, so that's why we've had some success throwing the ball, and we're going to have to go airborne a little more as Octavius James checks in the game. Yeah, Southeast got some of those big old boys that they said in the paper they didn't have. Three, three, two of them at 310. 295, 290, 260. They got some big guys in there. Drummond has two running backs lined up. Drummond will run, shovel pass right up the middle. It's incomplete. Incomplete as they really smelled that play out to Octavius James, and he was smacked as soon as the ball got there. Well, they almost knew that play was coming. Because that's a nice-looking play. You've got James in the game. With Johnny Lang, and everybody's kind of keying on Lang, you would think, but they tried the little shuffle pass to Octavius James, and it just didn't work. So it'll be third down and ten now. Lang stays in the game at running back. James checks out. Drummond at quarterback. Three receivers to the right. Drummond fumbles the snap, picks it up, and now he'll run, and he gets to about the 41 before he goes down. So he got a yard out of what could have been an absolute disaster, but he picked the ball up, fortunately. So it's fourth down, so Manatee will have to punt. That's a disappointing offensive series by the Canes. Very. (laughs) 10.45 to go in the first half. Nick Knoll will punt. For the Seminoles, Terrence Pryor. Will return this punt. Noel gets it off. Very, very high punt that hits it to 20, takes a hurricane roll to the 19, and that's where Southeast will have it first and 10. Good punt by Nick Noel. A great punt. Spiral went flying out of there. Kicks it so high. Well, Gene Brown, Hurricanes uh, back on defense now, and now they have to really start shutting this Southeast team down. Yeah, and I think if we can try to avoid any penalties, whether they're you know a little bit phantom or not, we can we can stop them. And I think Southeast will start to wear down. Um, one of the questions you had was our center still snapping with his left hand? Yes, he is. And with the soggy field out here, I think that affects sometimes what you're doing. Anything, even with it's quarterback or lineman, they're just not getting a good enough grip to get any push. And as that we play into it more, it gets soggier. It's bringing up the moisture from below. Gene, as a former center, how hard would that be to switch mainstream right in the middle of the season? Almost impossible, so you've got to give that kid great yeah. kudos. All right, back to action here. Thomas sends three receivers to the right, one to the left, and we've got a timeout by Southeast. So with 10-21 to go, Kane's leading 12-6. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. 9.30 WLSS. 
And we want to thank uh, our sign sponsors back at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium, Bright House Sports Network. Witness awesome, Bright House Sports Network. Also, First America Bank, a trusted partner for your business. That's First America Bank. All right. The Seminoles have it first down and 10, drive starting from their own 19-yard line. James Thomas has three receivers to the left. Thomas will float it down, and it is dropped by Birch at the 23. Birch had a little bit of room, but not much. Laughlin was close. That probably would have been about a five-yard pickup, but Birch dropped the football, so it'll be second down and 10. That's something Southeast cannot do if they want to stay in this game. Pretty good crowd on the far side for the Hurricanes as we approach the noon hour. I don't mind this at all. You know, this is different, kind of cool. Saturday morning, moving into Saturday afternoon football. We did this once before when they had the big mosquitoes. Scare if you remember, Dave. Encephalitis. Thomas out of the gun. Let's see if we can put some pressure on the senior quarterback. He takes the snap. He will fire down. It is caught by Birch to the 35, to the 37, a first down. The takedown by Malik Mitchell, but that's just a nice throw. As This Southeast team is showing that they could throw the football. That's not something that we saw a lot on the film we watched. They found a little crease there in the middle, too. They completed that now two or three times. Just a well-thrown ball by James Thomas. It's a quick, so it keeps the rush from affecting it. And, again, Manatee's not had a lot of work against uh, throwing teams this year. Teams mainly that have run the football. Uh, Three wide left. Thomas out of the gun on first and ten. He looks, he looks. Now he will run the ball up the middle to the 40. He spins away to the 45, and that's a good eight-yard pickup by James Thomas. Finally brought down by Laughlin, but, again, this quarterback has looked good. He's a senior, six foot, 190 pounds. Truth is, they've been as effective against our defense of any team we've seen this year, in my opinion. So far. Thomas operating out of the shotgun with no backs. He has some time. He will throw it downfield, and it is caught at the 30 to the 25-yard line. That's the other throw it up and jump and get catch it. Dimitri Smith, six foot two, just went up and caught it over George Woody. Smith, six foot two, Woody, five seven. We'll see a lot of that next uh, Thursday night, so I'll tell you, those coaches will see that. Yeah, Woody bought, bit a little bit on that, and when the ball was coming, he thought it was going to be underthrown. He took a step towards the line of scrimmage, and then the ball wasn't underthrown. So that's just a, you know, he's made some great plays, George Woody, and he, that one he just kind of missed a little bit. Again, a perfectly thrown ball by James Thomas. So it's first and ten at the 25 of the Hurricanes. The Seminoles trying to tie the game or maybe go on top. Thomas will run out of the pocket, and he will go down. At the 22-yard line, he picks up three, maybe four on the scramble. Give him four. It'll be second and six. Defense has got to tighten down right now, getting down in near the 20. Yeah, Southeast coaches are calling a great game offensively against us because they know they're not going to be able just to drop back or run against us, so they've just abandoned it. They've got nothing to lose by doing what they're doing and hope things will go their way a little bit. 
Now they're getting in an extra lineman. Second down and six. This could be a run to the right side as Manatee moved again. Same player. Tony Collins jumped. And Southeast, you know what? You just uh, you let a team hang around, and weird things can happen. You keep giving them yardage with flags, too. It's easy for them. No, it's illegal procedure against Southeast. He's signaling. They marked off offsides, but this referee is signaling illegal procedure. Very confusing. Now they're putting the mark back at the original line, and they should mark it off five from there. Gene, did you pick up some movement? Obviously there was some. Yeah, it looked like when the quarterback said hut and that kid was coming running on the field, it looked like the guard twitched, and that's what they called. Our guy moved. Well, that's a good job by Collins then, jumping in there in the neutral zone, and that's a huge difference there. I mean, it goes from second down and short to second and ten. Yeah, good, and good. what our defense needs to do is rally around this. We've had some weird situations, and you know yeah. they're, they're passing well. They're playing a good offensive scheme against us. But, again, I'd rather learn from this. Yeah, they got to get fired up defensively. Thomas out of the gun by himself. Not much pressure. He will loft it downfield, and there's a flag on holding. the play. Interference for holding. Flag on the play. That's going to be against the Canes as the intended receiver was Kevin Johnson. And we've seen this in the past where Manatee has a problem in pass defense. And Southeast is aware of that. That's why they're going with that. They go away from the run. They know they can't stop it. And we'll see it Thursday night, too. They don't like to throw the ball a lot at Riverview, but after watching this game, they might go airborne. They've got Higdon, the big running back, and they just like to feed it to him. So... That takes the uh, illegal procedure penalty off and plus five. So we're back to second down and short. Back to where we would have been. Thomas out of the shotgun. Again, it's second down and short. Line of scrimmage around the 15. Thomas wants to throw out into the flat. It's caught at the 10 to the 9. Taken down. It'll be first down and goal. Antonio Henderson on the stop. But it's first down and goal. The Southeast team battling the Hurricanes. 12-6 Manatee leads with 7.29 to go in the first half. Stay tuned for first half highlights with Joe Weaver. The Shake Pit Halftime Report. Also, Phil Dudevois will have all of our statistics. Right now, a little bit of a surprise from Southeast as the Seminoles only trail 12-6. And they're threatening to take the lead here. First and goal from the 8-yard line. Thomas sends two receivers to either side. And, again, there's movement as Mackey jumps offsides. This is just plain ridiculous. I'm sorry. Five-yard penalty. We'll push the ball down inside the five. And we'll call it the four-yard line. First and goal from the four. Canes have got all they can handle here from the Southeast Seminoles. Boy, you'd think they might try to get Thomas out on the edge here. The senior quarterback. He sends a receiver in motion and another flag. 
I think that's going to go against the Southeast Seminoles' illegal procedure. So we get the five yards back. But, man, this game is just flag happy, bogging down here. Yeah, if they get the ball in here, they could go ahead with an extra point. That's a surpriser. So, again, first and goal back at the, we'll call it the nine-yard line. Went from the eight to the nine. Not sure how that happened. Look for Thomas. Thomas will keep it on the left side, but he has stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Great defensive pursuit by the Canes. They did not go with a fake. And the hit is made. Malik Mills was in there busting up the play. And now it will be second down and goal. Second and goal from the nine-yard line. 6-10 to go in the first half. Canes holding on to a 12-6 lead. Thomas out of the shotgun looking over the line of scrimmage. He has two receivers to either side. And he wants to throw a slant in the middle. It is caught for a touchdown. Southeast ties the game at 12, and there's a flag in the end zone. That's going to be celebrating. Yeah. That was an easy play. Just He just waltzed, waltzed in and in front of the defender, and boom, hit him. Good throw. Thomas is playing the game of his life, a quarterback for the Seminoles. So Southeast has an opportunity to move out in front if they can make an extra point. And that's been an adventure for both teams. Manatee 0 for 2, Southeast 0 for 1, getting ready for their second attempt. Ricardo Rodriguez, the kicker. Let's see if Manatee can get in there and put some pressure on the kicker. Hold is good. The kick is up. And... Man, that one looked good. It's good. Yeah, that one looked really good. And Southeast leads 13-12. to We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick, GMC, and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick, GMC, Subaru. Where we treat you like family. WLSS, Sarasota. Seminoles lead the Hurricanes 13-12, 5.49 to go in the first half as the Southeast quarterback, James Thomas, has played an outstanding game. He just threw a touchdown pass, and he's accounted for both their touchdowns as Southeast shocking Manatee 13-12 midway through the second quarter. Not too many people expected this. But, you know, you've got to go out and play the game, Gene, and uh, Manatee's just going to have to turn it on here. Yeah, and I mean, again, I don't know that, you know, I still don't feel like we're in trouble if we just play our game, but if we keep allowing them to hang around and not scoring when we get the ball, you know, that's what's going to keep it close. And, I mean, we need to come back with a drive here, score, and get the momentum back. Yes. We should get great field position here. Yeah, they're kicking off from their own 25 after the 
15-yard penalty. Let's see if the Canes can get a good return. McKnight is back deep, and they're just going to pooch it out of bounds. They pooch it out of bounds at the 40. So shouldn't that ball be at midfield if you add the 15 yards where it would normally be at the 35? It should be, but we'll see. Or make them re-kick. My calculations. Let's... I'd make them re-kick. That was a... We had a chance. I just put it down at the 50 and go. Yeah, if they're going to put it at the 50 right now, it's at the Well, it's got to be, right? You, you kick off from the 25. And normally, if you kick it out of bounds, you get it at the 35. So do the math. Of course. It's at the 50. All right, so the Hurricanes will have great field position. So basically, they just said, eh, we'll give you the ball at midfield to reduce the chances of you returning it for a touchdown because obviously you have no chance if you kick it out of bounds. So they took uh, they took a gamble here, getting the Canes great field position, first and ten at midfield. Drummond in at quarterback. Lang is the lone setback. And Drummond wants to throw, fires it out to Price. Price to the 45, Price to the 40, Price to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Wow. Slow Drummond to Cavius Price. And just like that, the Canes move back out in front. Calvin McKnight. Well, that was McKnight. No, McKnight made the block. (laughs) You you scared me there, Gene. That's what I'm saying. Calvin McKnight was unbelievable, knocked his defender down, and then Bolt into the other defender that sprung him. Yeah, don't so, scare me like that. Oh, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's the, we, we have got probably Chuck Sandberg and the receivers do such a great job at blocking, well, and that's just unbelievable. It, it, Kelvin's very physical, Gene. You know, he's not that big, but he's physical. But, you know, he's, he's going. He's up to 180, 185. And he looks great. He's, 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 he's a top D1 player. No doubt right about it. As Nick Noel kicks it up, and Nick's got it straightened out. He boots it through, and the Canes now lead 19-13. 5.38 to go in the first half. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. 9.30 WLSS. All right, we're back here at John Kiker Memorial Stadium. The Canes just took it 50 yards, one play. A touchdown pass, Sloan Drummond to Cavius Price. Extra point was good by Nick Knoll. All of our scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond with locations in Bradenton and Sarasota. Nick Knoll kicking off, and Nick booms it down to about the 5, where it's taken by Pryor to the 10 to the 15. Good hole to the 20 to about the 28-yard line. That's where Southeast will have it first and 10. This is a special broadcast of Manatee Hurricane Football uh, now Saturday afternoon. We're just at 12 noon. We want to thank the good people at Grace Tax Advisory. Normally, you'd be hearing the Retire with Grace program, and that show will air immediately following our exciting game right here on WLSS. Also, we thank Phil's gang for helping us bring you Hurricane Football. Normally, scoop with Frankie 
Abrazino would be heard right here, uh, right after the Grace program. And I just want you to stay tuned for all those outstanding programs right after the Hurricane game. And thanks to WLSS for adjusting everything for this Hurricane game. Thomas, the quarterback, he takes the snap. He's scrambling around to the 30. That's positive yards across the 35, dragging tacklers to the 42-yard line. What a run by the quarterback, James Thomas. Finally, Jamar Gaskin brought him down, but not before he picked up excellent yards. Defense must make a stop on this drive. they got to get the ball back. That was a 13-yard gain by Thomas. Man, he is just doing it all. Looks like Johnny Manziel out there. <laughs> Man. I mean, where did he come from? I watched him on video, and he looked pretty good, but, man, he just looks outstanding tonight. They're playing manatee. Thomas with three receivers to the right, two to the left. Canes lead 19-13, five minutes to go in the first half. Thomas wants to throw. This time he'll be harassed. He runs out of the pocket, though, and gets good yards, gets six. What's happening, Manatee is crashing from the outside, and he just ran inside, and he picked up seven yards. Tony Collins on the stop at second down. Now let's give him six, second and four. Line of scrimmage is the 47-yard line of Southeast, driving right to left. We missed some tackles that time on him, too. The first people that hit him missed him. Let's go, defense. Thomas. Has already thrown a touchdown and run for one tonight, or today, second and four. Thomas takes the snap. Here comes Mackey. He gets rid of the ball, and it is incomplete. That time, excellent coverage. He got inside the player like he needed to. That was George Woody, and no chance for the completion to Dimitri Smith. That's how you cover, Mr. Woody. So big third down here, third and five. Gene, got to get it here. Yeah, and I mean, we're, it's it's we're just we change the defense a little bit, and that's what Jim Fallon's good at doing. But what it does, it puts our linebackers outside the defensive ends, and then if they do bust, do bust it, they got some open room in the middle. Their whole game is throw the ball or Thomas running the ball. That's it. That's all we've seen. Now Thomas will actually have a setback. Kevin Johnson next to him. On third down and four. They may run the option here, and it's going to be a legal procedure as Southeast jumps off sides on the far side. Arsenal jumped off early, and so that's costly because that'll push it back to a third and nine and, again, could change the play call. I think they were going with some sort of an option on that play, and now, yes, Kevin Johnson, the running back, checks out of the game on a third and long. Line of scrimmage, the 42 of the Seminoles. Now they have no backs. Just the quarterback, James Thomas. Manatee needs to put pressure on this young man. As he stands in the pocket, here come the Canes. He breaks one tackle, rolling, rolling, firing, complete for the first down. Wow, right on the first down marker. Great catch, too. He was covered. He had a guy right on his back. He, He caught it. Joe Robinson, great coverage, but Landon Arsenal... Caught it and got the first down at the 48-yard line of the Hurricanes. Boy, the Southeast team is playing outstanding football this afternoon. They are testing our pass defense, I'll tell you that, guys. And they're killing the clock here. We're under four minutes. They don't want Manatee to get its hands on the ball again in the first half. 
Thomas with three receivers to the left, one to the right. He takes the snap, wants to throw, and he fires it. It's complete. Tackle right away, though, by Woody. Good catch by Smith, but again, that's five, maybe six yards. It's second down and four, line of scrimmage, the 43-yard line. Nunzi Marinelli helping us in the press box, getting all the halftime food ready, Gene. you got to get up here. Yeah, I have to get back up there. But, you know, all week they talked about, you know, how this rivalry has gone down and who was going to step up for Southeast. And right now we see their quarterback is doing a great job at controlling when they're on offense. Mm -hmm. He's out of the gun on second and four. And a little bit of a bad snap. He will fire it down. Joe Robinson on the coverage, and it is caught. It is caught. Caught at about the 15-yard line. Arsenal again with a great catch. And this is just unbelievable because now the Canes' coverage isn't bad. They, th- they can catch it every time they want to throw it down that right side, guys. Well, we're, we're not in bad coverage, and oh. it was a little bit of push-off offensively, and they didn't get it. But that ball was thrown perfect. Perfect throw. I mean, you couldn't take it and hand it to the receiver any better than that. I mean, this kid looks tremendous. So it's first down and 10 as the Knolls driving right to left, 2.30 to go in the first half. Line of scrimmage, the 15 of the Canes. Need a turnover here. Thomas will run the football right up the middle. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. Touchdown, James Thomas. Thomas doing it all for the Seminoles. We're tied at 19. Defense is really struggling, guys, big time. So now Southeast can go out in front with the extra point. We got enough time to score again, though. It's 19-19, and we're waiting on the extra point by Rodriguez. Snaps a little low, but the kick is up, and it's good. And Southeast leads 20-19. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. 9.30 WLSS. All of our best plays of the game this afternoon brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. And there's been best plays by both teams. Manatee's had some nice runs, some nice throws, and, boy, Southeast, it's all James Thomas. So the Hurricanes trail again by one point, 2019, 2.26 to go in the first half. Rodriguez will be kicking off from the 40 this time, and he gets a deep kick that sails into the end zone. So how about that? Even the kicker getting in on things for Southeast. So Manatee will have to drive 80 yards. And there is a wind going from uh, your right to left up there on the radio dial day. So 
that's just enough to get his ball into the end zone. And uh, we need to defensively, we need to just settle down. Offensively, keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, wind blowing out of the east, and that's what blew all the rain into the area last night, and they're predicting it's going to do the same later today. So we're going into the wind, guys. Drumming at quarterback. Canes will be running a two-and-a-half-minute offense here with 2.26 to go in the first half, and Manatee trails 2019. Drummond wants to throw, wants to throw in the pocket. Now he will run. He's got a man way downfield, and it is dropped. Wow. It is dropped a beautiful throw to the 48-yard line, but Jordan Pompey could not hold on to it, and he was in bounds. It was right down on the near sideline, and again, you couldn't throw it any better right at the 48-yard line in front of us at the 48 of Manatee. Was yeah, that ball was supposed to go left at first. It was covered. Sloan Drummond did a great job at getting out of trouble and still finding the receiver. Most quarterbacks would have tucked that and run, but he found the receiver and threw it right to the guy. He threw it right on the money, guys. Yes, he did. Second down and 20. Southeast looking to get a stop here to get the ball back. Drummond. Will give off. No, he'll fake it and keep it. Or run to the left side, and he gets five to the 25-yard line. Drummond with a five-yard pickup. He faked it to Johnny Lang, kept it around the left side, and showed pretty good speed getting five yards. And if you can get five out of that play, we'll take it every time. Third down as we've got an equipment equipment problem for the Hurricanes and gives us the chance to tell you that One of our sponsors is Gator Air Conditioning. Gator Air is home of the stress-free service call, also the winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award. That's Gator Air Conditioning. Third down and five. Big third down for the Canes here with 136 on the clock, and the clock is moving. Drummond rolling to the near side, rolling, rolling. Now he'll fire down to McKnight, and it is... Incomplete. McKnight couldn't quite hold on to it. The throw was a little bit low as Kelvin went down to the ground to try to get it. And Manatee will have to punt. So the Hurricanes apparently will head to the locker room trailing in this football game. Southeast got got a chance to drive the ball again with a minute 27. Canes do have some timeouts left. So if you can get a stop here, you might be able to get it back. First of all, you need to get a booming punt by Nick Knoll. Good snap. Knoll gets a nice punt that is dropped by the Southeast Seminole, but picked up at the 35. No fair catch, and he was fair game, and he was smacked at the 40, fumbled it. But the Seminoles were able to pounce on it at the 35. It was Austin Doyle laying the lick on the punt returner. So there's a break for Southeast. Should have called for the fair catch. I bet he does next time. I bet he does, too. And I bet the defense is going to have to do something big here right now. We don't want to let them get a quick score here at the end of this first half. They're not going to sit on a one-point lead, no doubt. They'll try to generate some offense here. They're going to go deep again down the right side. Why not? Malik Mitchell's in a free safety right now for the Hurricanes, and he'll play the rest of the game. Jeremy and McDonald is out. Thomas wants to throw deep. Joe needs to turn around, and he does, and he picks it. 
Robinson turned at the right time and picked it. At the 35-yard line, he goes down right there. But a tremendous interception by Joe Robinson. He turned right at the nick of time and got the pick. And there's a flag back in the backfield. That's a hold against Southeast, so that will be declined, obviously. And the Hurricanes will have the football. With 1-11 to go in the first half, a tremendous play by Joe Robinson. I think we'll see more of that holding, too, Dave, you know, because they, our ends are really getting in there, and they're having a hard time with them. So as the game goes on and they get more tired, they're going to be holding. You can't play a ball any better than Joe Robinson just did. For Joe, I think his second pick of the year, and for the Hurricanes, a chance to take the lead before the half. Johnny Lang in the game at the quarterback position. Johnny running to the left, breaks a tackle to the 40. Johnny to the 41-yard line, picked up six. Might want to call a timeout here because it's going to take a lot of time. They are. The Canes do. That's a good timeout by the Hurricanes with 57 seconds to go. 2019 Southeast leads, but Manatee has the football. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 930 WLSS. Second down and four for the Canes. Line of scrimmage is the 41 of Manatee driving left to right. We're under a minute to go in the first half. Canes trail by a point. Drummond out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. He wants to throw. He fires it down. It's complete to the 46 to the 45-yard line. And that's a nice throw and catch on the far side. I believe that was McKnight, Kelvin McKnight. And that's a well-thrown ball. Gene, he's got a strong arm. Accurate. Yeah, he's he's actually looking better than uh, we all maybe yes, thought. Yeah, but yeah. when you come down to it, he can, he demands things, and he keeps things going. Um, I like his poise, too. Uh, I think, me personally, I'd like to see him just kind of go uh, abandon the Wildcat a little bit right now just to get Sloan as much time as he can. I'd like to see him mix it up, though, but he's an accurate passer. That's a, important, too. Very strong arm, and that's what I see down here. Did he not get out of bounds on that? No. Calvin was on the sidelines and then should have just stepped right out of bounds, cut back in, and, uh, you know, we're thinking, what do we need for a field goal? But, you know, 48 seconds, I'm going for the touchdown. Yeah, Manatee had to call a timeout there. I think we have one more. I'm not sure if we burned one early in the game or not. But nevertheless, it's first and ten for the Canes at the southeast 45-yard line with 48 seconds to go in the first half. Canes trail 2019. Drummond out of the shotgun. He has time. He has time. He will throw long. He's got a man down there. It's caught for a touchdown. Oh, my. Kelvin McKnight. A beautiful throw by Sloan Drummond. That was a fabulous throw, guy. This kid is good. I'm telling you, he's good. You know it. You know it, Dave. A 40 five-yard touchdown strike, slow drumming to Kelvin McKnight. McKnight, man, he's got to be happy because uh, 
you know, nothing against A.J. A.J.'s a, a fine young quarterback, but only a sophomore. And Drummond just really sees the field. Big kid, about 6'2". And he put the ball right in the hands of Kelvin. That was a three-play, 65-yard drive, a 45-yard touchdown. Drummond to McKnight, the extra point by Nick Knoll is good. And the Canes regain the lead 26-20. to Our scoring recap brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond with locations in Bradenton and Sarasota. Okay, yes, uh, he's better than advertised. But how do you tell? We haven't seen him play. Um, you know, he. What ha- if you've wondered, okay, where has this young man been? Let's just recap what happened. He transferred in over the summer from Shebastian High School on the East Coast. He was their starting quarterback on a team that just wasn't very good. Um, he went through all the summer drills and looked pretty good in the summer in the 7-on-7. Seven seven. Then uh, he had some injury issues early on in camp. Uh, he had like a messed up finger, and so he, he wasn't able to, to play, basically. So A.J. Giovanni was the starting quarterback the first game. Sloan decided, well, you know, I'm not playing. Um, maybe I want to quit. So he did, just for a, a not long, a few days. Then him and John Booth talk, and he says, listen, I made a big mistake. All right, we'll continue this story after the kick. Nick Knoll kicks it, and... They're going to stop it and bring it back. So let's continue on. Uh, because a lot of people don't know the, the, the full story here. Because he's been written a lot about in the press for a kid who never took a snap before <laughs> today. Um, so anyway, what happened was he talked it over with Coach Booth. And you got to give John a lot of credit. John says, okay, you know, I'm going to give you a second chance. But you're going to have to earn it. So Sloan comes back and he did everything he was supposed to do. He did not dress for the first couple of games. He went through practice, ran on the scout team. Then he dressed out last week, and finally he started coming on in practice, doing the things he was supposed to do, and the coaches said, it's time to give this guy a shot. And here we go. This is what we have. <laughs> we have a pretty darn good quarterback. And, you know, sometimes a little adversity will make a person much better, and that's, I think, what has happened here. As the kick is running dead at about the 15, it's picked up by the Seminole Birch. He gets it across the... 20 to the 25, still on his feet, and run out of bounds on the far sideline at the 34-yard line. No flag. All right, was that a good capsule report, Gene Brown? Yes, it was. And, and, and Sloan Drummond, you know, obviously has the looks, and now we've seen that he has the arm ability, and now let's see if he can get the, the team leadership ability, and I think that will grow as we go. Um, we do get the ball coming out of the second half, too, so let's stop him here and go up by two scores. Yeah, let's see if our defense can – Get back and get themselves back in this game. And I will say, the players that I talk to, and uh, you know, I have a lot of players over at the house, um, you know, over the summer and uh, as we moved into the season, and they all like Sloan. They think he's a good kid. So I, I don't think that's going to be a tough thing to see the team following him. As the quarterback Thomas wants to throw on first down, he completes it, but Birch is nailed right away at the 36 yard line. Antonio Henderson put a lick on Birch. Keon Birch picked up four yards. 23 seconds to go southeast in a hurry-up offense. They'll go deep here. 30. The Canes lead. As Thomas wants to throw deep, and it's incomplete. Rumpy coverage man on the far side. So it's 26-20. The Canes lead this game. 
Wait, never figured how hard it was to score for the uh, scoreboard in the middle of the day. You know, usually it's night and it's well lit up. It's hard to see it. You're yeah. right. It is 12.20 on a Saturday afternoon, and we're here enjoying a whale of a high school football game. Under the sun and yeah. clear skies right now. Third down, eight seconds to go. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a quarterback keeper here. As Thomas will throw the ball again right over the middle and complete. It is dropped at the 40-yard line. Now they could probably just run around for five seconds because I don't know that they want to risk dropping back in punt formation. Gene, um, how is uh, the weather now as we've moved past the noon hour, warming up quite a bit, I would think? Oh, yeah, warming up, and I was, you know, really prepared in my jeans today. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, field is, is still very soggy, and that's, that's played more into this game than I think most people will ever look at. And, I mean, again, defensively, We've got to play a little bit better, but the field is a factor in everything that's happening. It kind of slowed us down a little defensively. Right, and again, I think we you know, we had everything to lose, nothing to gain. They had nothing to lose and everything to gain. They're playing. Their coaches, in my opinion, are doing a great job at game planning for what they have. And I think you'll probably see the Southeast the rest of the year do that spread because what have they got to lose? Yeah, and you know what? So with the teams in their district, they can challenge. And I told you. When I watched the game with Braden River, I didn't see much of a difference in the two teams, to be quite frank about it. Uh, Southeast made some turnovers, some costly errors in that game. They got down inside the 20 in the red zone, and they turned it over. And if they don't, it's probably a 9-7 to game at halftime. So they're not a bad football team. They just need to find an identity, and Gina probably found it today. Yeah, like they probably said. found it, but, again, they're going to wear down, too, because they have yes. several players going yeah. both ways. And, and again, their motions is up today. This is this, you know, this is their Super Bowl, really, for the year. Thomas out of the gun on fourth down, so he'll probably just run around with the ball for five seconds. He's going to do a little quick punt, and it's a very short punt that goes out of bounds with 3.1 seconds to go. So Manatee will have the football on the southeast side of the field, on the 49. And now they're going to call say, the time went out. It was, the clock never started. Ah, okay. Well, there's a break for southeast because I was going to say let's let Sloan chuck it down. Yeah, I agree. And the, and the Manatee coaches are kind of saying, wait a second. I would say maybe a couple seconds went off. but All right, so that will end the first half. Jay Frank. Hey, Dave, I'm down here with He's up here with the, uh, with the clock here. And uh, he's saying, that's not me, it's not me. <laughs> hey, Dave, I'm down here with buddy. Coach Booth. Yep, go ahead. All right. Uh, Coach <laughs> Booth kind of uh, started out a little bit sluggish there on defense, and defense hasn't done a terrible job, but Southeast has really changed their game plan to spread it around in the air. Well, they're doing a good job of, of spreading us out and hitting a lot of the quick game, and it, and it really kind of neutralizes our pass rush. Um, and it's and it's a good play, game plan, and they're executing it well. We're going to have to do a good job in the secondary um, with our pass defense. Right, and the field's not helping that with some of the slipping around, and then the soft field makes it a benefit to them. Well, they've got a, they've got a, the run on the soft field as well. We've got to just do a better job at executing, keep our feet under our hips, and, and making plays when the ball's in the air. And obviously the uh, kind of surprise to everybody out in the public, not to us, is Sloan Drummond. What about him? Yeah, he's had a great half and a, and a great way to, to kind of cap the first half with the long touchdown to Kelvin. I think he's playing well, and, and he kind of settled in after the first couple series, and uh, we're expecting some good things out of the second half from him. All right, thanks, Coach. Yeah, thanks. Okay, that's Manatee head football coach John Booth. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back for the Shake Pit Halftime Report. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by 
Conley Buick, GMC. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Ferkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Ferkins.com. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick, GMC, and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick, GMC, Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. 
For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes. And now, the Manatee High School Football Halftime Show with your host, Joe Weaver. Happy Saturday! No, we don't say that very often, but today's a special day. After the rain and lightning postponing last night's contest, today the Hurricanes take on the Southeast Seminoles. And early on, a lot of unforced errors for the Canes, getting a 15-yard penalty before the game even started for crossing midfield. Southeast would take advantage of that early miscue along with a pass interference penalty to put up a first touchdown of the game. And after a missed extra point, the Seminoles leading early 6-0. But new quarterback Sloan Drummond making his Hurricanes debut. And on an early fourth and short, he makes the best possible play by handing it off to Johnny. Drummond will give it to Johnny Lang. He has the first down and more. Johnny to the 40. Johnny to the 30. Johnny to the 28-yard line. Boy, a nice crease on the right side, and Lang popped it for 22 yards. That put us down close, and on first and goal, Sloan gets his first touchdown as a Hurricane. Drummond is under center now with an offset eye formation. Drummond will sneak the ball, and he is in for a touchdown. He's a big kid, don't forget. He's tall. How about that? Unfortunately, we return the favor on our extra point attempt, so instead of taking the lead, the game is tied at six. And after another bad penalty, giving up a first down, the defense this time gets it back. Thomas out of the gun. Now he sends a receiver in motion. Four receivers to the left. Thomas rolling to the far side. It's picked off by the Canes. Picked off at the 30. On his feet to about the 22-yard line is Joe Robinson. Yet another bad penalty on the interception, but it still results in a turnover. And on the ensuing drive, we get the benefit of a pass interference penalty ourselves and on, on and a third down play. And four plays later, Cavius walks the tightrope. Cavius Price goes in motion. Cavius gets it. He's trying to get to the outside. Cavius gets it to the five. Puts he his it. head down, but he fumbles. But they say he's in the end zone before the ball comes out. And it's a touchdown for Cavius Price. Kicker Nick Knoll is having a fine year, but a tough morning as he misses his second extra point of the game and the Hurricanes lead, but by an unusual score of 12-6. After another impressive Seminoles drive put Southeast up 13-12, Drummond needed all of exactly one play for the answer. Drummond wants to throw, fires it out to Price, Price to the 45, Price to the 40, Price to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Wow. Slow Drummond to Cavius Price. And just like that, the Canes move back out in front. Southeast quarterback James Thomas is having the game of his life today, and he takes the Seminoles down the field again and runs it in himself this time to give Southeast a 20-19 lead. And it looked like that would be the halftime score until Joe Robinson steps up again and makes perhaps the momentum-changing play of the game. Dear Marion McDonald is out. Thomas wants to throw deep. Joe needs to turn around, and he does, and he picks it. Robinson turned at the right time and picked it at the 35-yard line. He goes down right there, but a tremendous interception by Joe Robinson. He turned right at the nick of time and got the pick. And it didn't take Drummond very long at all to cash in. Kane's trail, 2019. Drummond out of the shotgun. He has time. He has time. He will throw long. He's got a man down there. It's caught for a touchdown. Oh, my. Kelvin McKnight. A beautiful throw by Sloan Drummond. That would make the score 26-20, to and that's where we stand at the half. 
in a very competitive high school football game here on Saturday. And before we leave, we'd want to take a moment to thank the good people at Grace Tax Advisory and Phil's Gang for making today's broadcast possible. Stay tuned following the game for Retire with Grace, normally heard from 11 to 12, and right after that, The Scoop with Frankie Abruzzino, which you normally would hear from 12 to 1 when we return. First half analysis with Eddie and statistics from the great Phil Dudevois. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football coverage exclusively on News Talk 930 WLSS. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. This is Eddie Mulock. We're back. We're back here at halftime again here at the very sunny John Kiker Stadium field where the Canes are ahead at halftime. Fortunately, it's been a very, very busy 
uh, offensive game here tonight. Lots of penalties, guys, for you Manatee fans. Lots of penalties. Lots of yellow flags. It reminds me of going to Fort Myers. You know, when we go to the Fort Myers area down south, they start throwing the flags when we cross the county line. But around here, it's just been sort of one flag after another. It gave the Seminoles a lot of movement on the field and gave them some first downs in their first drive. But their canes keep bouncing back. We're, we got a shootout going here. Big surprise. We got a one and three team against a three and one team. Nobody expected this. But um, the Seminoles playing very good. Their quarterback, Thomas, is running the ball and throwing the ball accurately. And they abandoned the running game completely by halfbacks. It's just a quarterback and throw the ball. So it's a pretty exciting game. But I'm sure we got some pretty crazy statistics. So let's look at those. And Phil, give us the first half statistic, if you will, please. Yeah, Eddie, like you said, a very different first half and a very different game than everyone was expecting, I think. I think all Manatee fans were kind of expecting a very big first half from Manatee, a big lead and possibly just an easy game. But... Uh, Southeast has really put up a fight, especially James Thomas, who has really brought their team along. Sloan Drummond, his first start, he's 5 for 11 for 127 yards. You'd like to see a little bit higher passing percentage, but a couple of those were on the receivers, dropped a couple passes, and it's his first game against a big rivalry to come into. Johnny Lang, again, big game rushing, 11 rushes for 82 yards. Sloan, a couple of rushes for 7 yards. And the majority of his passes, once again, going to Kelvin McKnight, one pass to Cavius Price for 50 yards and a touchdown. And the yardages are pretty even, the total yards for both teams, 224 for us and 243 for them. And really, I think they have more yards because we pin them back a lot more, and they've just had some big drives and some costly penalties for Manatee. But we're really driving, and it looks like the second half is going to be a lot different. We hope so, that's for sure. What about some individ- more individual statistics today, Phil? There's not a lot going on individually. Again, it's a lot of Sloan Drummond, Kelvin McKnight, and Johnny Lang. Johnny Lang, 82 yards. Sloan, 127 yards passing, and Kelvin, 77 yards receiving. Well, Johnny Lang's been doing about 200 yards a game, so he's got a ways to go. But we're throwing the ball more than we usually do, so that's that makes a big difference. Yeah, too. he's not running the ball on every single play now anymore. A couple, or the last couple games, he's only been throwing three or four passes a game, and today he hasn't had to throw once. Sloan has thrown 11, which has really brought down Johnny's running stats, but I'd rather have him running less and not getting hurt than carrying the team on his back. Well, I think Coach Booth had it right there with uh, Gene's interview, and that is that they came out with a game plan, and that is not to run the ball from like a halfback position to that, but just to let the quarterback run, which he's done a very good job. He ran for one touchdown right up the middle and throw the football against Manatee, so they're getting a lot of the football thrown right at them, so the defense has got to, is being tested on our pass defense, and that's sort of been the way it way it's, it's come along here. But uh, that's all they're going to do is run one person and throw the football, and I'm sure they'll go back to the same game plan, Phil, because it's working for them. Yeah, cornerbacks are generally shorter than uh, the safeties, but we'll see what happens in the second half. Jarkevious Laughlin seems to be picking it up on that cornerback position. Okay, we're going to have we have one more break to take, so we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the start of the second half. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around: the Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. 
as a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. Well, my love, the Louvre was simply divine, as was the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com. This is Eddie Mulock. We're about just a few seconds away from the start of the second half, so I'm going to bring back in to call the second half, Dave Bristow. Thanks, Eddie Mulock. And you know what? Uh, you look around out here and a pretty good crowd because you didn't really know what to expect because uh, it's not unprecedented, but it's been a long time since we've had a high school football game on a Saturday. And you know what? People have turned out and... We are the only game in town, so they, they they did have some games last night and then a bunch of cancellations also. Probably the most exciting game, Braden and Christian, 42, St. Pete Keswick, 41. So congratulations to Alan Gerber, just a good guy over there, the head coach, and my good friend Tony Williams, one of the assistant coaches over there. And a Wade Carter had a couple of touchdowns. So yeah, congratulations, congratulations to, to, Danny. to Wade and Danny. <laughs> Danny, of course, a part of our broadcast team after the Brayton Christian season is over. He's over watching Wade play during uh, the season. But uh, as soon as their season concludes, if we're still going on, Danny will join us here for Hurricane Football. He brings a lot, of course, to our broadcast. And... Well, taking a look at some of the other games, Cardinal Mooney was beaten by a pretty good Tampa Catholic squad, 20-7. to St. Stephen's was routed by Windermere Prep, 49-12. IMG beat St. Peter Prep. That's a very good team out of New Jersey. IMG, the all-star team from, of course, the Academy. They won 36-20. And Palmetto Bayshore, they were postponed. They don't know when they're going to replay that game. And Braden River Booker was postponed. They don't know when that game will be played. And also Charlotte Lakewood Ranch, they're saying that game probably will not be made up. Venice had a struggle. They won by a touchdown over a team from down in uh, the Miami area, a team that was only 2-2. Two and two. But uh, they had a struggle. But they in, 
did end up winning. But a sad note, and we want to pass along our condolences to the Peacock family as the head coach, uh, Coach Peacock, his dad, passed away. And he is a Manatee High graduate. And football player. Yes. So, uh, you know, we, we certainly pass along our condolences to the Peacock family. I'm glad, I, I'm glad you told me because he's a good friend of mine, too, for years, and I didn't know about it. Yeah, it was in the paper today in the uh, Herald Tribune that, uh, you know, Coach Peacock obviously coached with a heavy heart last night. But uh, they did uh, they did get the win last night. And they will be one of the opponents on the hurricane schedule in the next uh, few weeks. It will actually be the last game of the season that will be one heck of a game because they have a really good chance to go into that game undefeated, Venice does. Manatee has a good chance to only have one loss. Of course, district action starts next week. It's actually, I guess you could say it's this week. It's Thursday night against Riverview, and that's the game that you need to win. And then St. Pete in a couple of weeks, St. Pete High. That game will be broadcast by Bright House Sports Network. That will be the game of the week. St. Pete is undefeated, so that should be one heck of a game. That is a district game. So there's some great football coming up, not to mention Palmetto coming to town and that will be the homecoming. homecoming and also the 100 year of football celebration that night so a lot of things going on with manatee football and if you want to join us on the hurricane hotline show we're at beefo brady's every tuesday night that's where you get a wealth of information you'll hear from coach booth and we will inform you on what's coming up and you'll know everything there is to know the other source to get all your information manateefootball.com Todd Salito does a great job there, manateefootball.com. And for our homecoming, Dave, too, they're asking all the ex-old players to please come out to the game. They're going to ask them all to come out on the field and, and introduce all the old players yep. as a group. So That's we, for 100 years of football, the big celebration. All right, we are set to go in the second half. Manatee leads 26-20. to 20. Southeast will be kicking off left to right. Back deep is Cavius Price. And who else is back there? Is that Robinson back there? Joe Robinson on the near side. Be great to come out and score here, Dave. Set the tone for the Rick. second half. Ricardo Rodriguez kicking off. Still bright sunshine here at John Kiker Memorial Stadium as we are set to go in the second half. As it's a high kick that KP picks up at the 10. Price to the 15. To the 20. Still on his feet to the 25, and that's where he goes down. Good kick coverage by the Seminoles. Manatee will have so-so field position. Drive starting from their own 25-yard line. Again, 26-20. to 20, The Canes lead in this football game. And if you're just tuning in to WLS and you're thinking that you're going to have uh, other programming like Phil's Gang and the Grace Tax Advisory Show normally broadcast on this channel during this time. Stay tuned. They'll be coming up right after our game. Sloan Drummond wants to throw first down to McKnight to the 30. Kelvin to the 35 to the 38-yard line. Good quick hitter out to Kelvin McKnight for 13 yards. Big first down right off the bat. That's the way to start, guys. And, again, I just want to thank Joe Weaver and Barb Yoder back at WLSS. They work with the Booster Club, and, man, they just they really bend over backwards to accommodate us, and we really appreciate it. Because when Mother Nature struck last night and caused the postponement, man, we didn't know what we were going to do, but they moved the schedule around and made it possible for you to hear Hurricane football. 
And it's a give-off up the middle to Octavius James. James scampering ahead across uh, to the 40 to about the 43-yard line. That was Johnny Lang taking the Wildcat snap and giving off to Octavius James. So many looks evolving for this Manatee offense now, Eddie. Exactly, and that's what good. Keep him keep him on the defense. And a nice article in the Herald today about Octavius. If you didn't get a chance to read it, get it and read it. He's a fine young man. Lang still in the game. In the Wildcat. We got motion. Five yards against the Canes here, guys. So bring up a second and nine. Not a killer of a penalty, but certainly when you've got a second and four, you want to take advantage of that. Now you've got a second and long. The line of scrimmage, the 38 of Manatee driving right to left as we open up the second half with the Canes leading by six. Johnny Lang will give off to James. James running hard, puts his head down to the 45-yard line. What a nice run, seven yards by Octavius James. This young man, 5'8", 175-pound junior, quite a one-two duo, Johnny Lang and Octavius James. If if Octavius can get a crease, buddy, nobody will catch him. He's one of the fastest guys on the team. Third down and three. Lang out of the gun. Johnny will give it to James again. James really barrels ahead about a yard short of the first down at the 41-and-a-half-yard line. We are right on the spot, and let's see if the Canes... You're going to kick. They're sending Nick Nolan to the game. The offense wants to stay out there. Yeah, I don't blame that by the offense wanting to stay out there because they don't think they can stop us, but it's not the time to do it yet. And we're winning right now. Let's kick the ball and let the defense hopefully come back and show us what we've seen all year besides the first half of this game. Yeah, they're going to have to play a lot better than they did the first half. Nick Noel will try to pin southeast deep. Very, very high punt. This time a fair catch, and it's dropped. The ball is loose, but I think southeast got it back. That's the second time that's happened, and southeast is able to get it back. Boy, they will be deep in their own territory. Drive starting from their 10-yard line. That was very fortunate that Landon Arsenal was able to jump on it after he fumbled it. So Southeast holds Manatee just what the Seminoles needed. James Thomas trots on the field. Had a tremendous first half for the Seminoles. Let's see if this Manatee defense can pick up the intensity here in the second half. 26-20, 26-20, Canes lead. Thomas out of the shotgun. Thomas will hand off to Johnson. Johnson tries to get to the outside, but he can't. Nothing, nothing. He is driven down by Trayvon Rump with an assist from George Woody. Kevin Johnson had 87 yards in the win last week over Bayshore, only 10 carries, so he averaged 8.7 a clip. That time he manages to get a half a yard. Rump with great coverage out on the outside, Dave, real quick. Rump has had a great season in pass coverage and against the run. He's a 5'10", 180-pound junior, very, very good player. little change from the first half. they got somebody in the backfield now. As again, they go to the handoff to the left side, but Manatee swarming all over the ball carrier, and that's going to be a loss on the play. It's going to be third down as Jamar Gaskin Credited with a tackle, third and 12. They sort of went away, though, from their first half. 
I think they don't want to do it so deep in their own territory, Eddie. I think that's what they're nervous about. You're probably right. So now if the Canes can hold, they should get great field position. Let's see if they throw the ball here. They will send three receivers to the right and two to the left. Thomas is by himself as the shotgun quarterback. Watch that little pass over the middle. He wants to throw. He throws it over the middle, incomplete. Not a good throw that time as Smith was open for a second. Dimitri Smith on a little slant. But Thomas couldn't hit him, and Southeast will be forced to punt. From deep in their own territory. How about a a bad snap snap here, guys? Or how about a Kelvin McKnight return? Yeah, that'd be good. We gotta hold him up and give him some chance. Give him a chance, guys. In warm-ups and when the punts happen in the game, he the ball is floats back there and then he barely drops it and everything is spinning backwards about twenty yards. So Calvin is in a good position if he can get the ball. Ricardo Rodriguez stands in his end zone. And again, it's a kind of a floating snap. Kelvin will have a chance to return it. He grabs it at the 40. Kelvin to the 35. Kelvin to the 30. There's a flag. Another flag as Kelvin goes down at the 29-yard line. We'll wait and see what that's all about. Probably the old block in the back. That'll give us that'll give us some help. I mean, against us, you think? Yeah, it's going to be against us, the block. And I just think we it was a great hit. And I think the referee that threw the first one saw it, and then the second one just tried to agree with him. But I don't know if that was really... A good call from what I saw, and I I was watching the whole play. You're right there, Gene. You're the man, Gene. You're the man. Yep, I watched it. I mean, again, it just spreads out in a little bit more room for us to, to practice what we're going to need to do against a good Riverview team next just week. Just step out there and tell the ref, Gene. Yeah, we'll drive start from the southeast 46-yard line, right to left. Canes lead 26-20. Sloan Drummond back in the game at quarterback. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, lying the lone setback. Drummond. We'll give it off to Johnny. Johnny follows his blocks on the left side and gets to the 42-yard line. It's a solid pickup by Johnny Lang. Give him five. It'll be second and five. That's a good first down uh, pickup. You know, Dave, you can get five or so yards on first down. That gives you a lot of latitude to do a lot of different things. Good blocking on the left side of the line. Luke Clifton, Bernard Shaw on the right side. Bradley Stickler, Sam Kuva. Our center is Josh Carden. Ball on the near side, hash mark. Staten has checked into the game. He's a tight end, and Lang will get the call again. Johnny trying to get to the outside. He's to the 40. Johnny with a first down before he is driven out of bounds at about the 30. That's a powerful run by Johnny Lang, 12 yards. Big first down, too, now deep in their territory now. We're getting right in there. You know, that didn't go for that long, 12 yards, but that's one of the best runs of the day by Johnny Lang. And as a best play, brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital. He just outran the defense to the outside. He's so quick. First down and 10. Lang now out of the gun to Octavius. Octavius right at the middle of the 20. Octavius had one man to beat, but he was tripped up at the 15. Good run by Octavius James. Give him 15. And this offense is really clicking. And what it does when you're running Drummond in and Lang in and Octavius, boy, the defense just doesn't know what to expect, and they get on their heels. Lang will remain in the game at quarterback. Octavius is the running back. 
That's a high snap, and they're fighting for the ball. I think they I got think it. Southeast may have it, and they do. Wow, a high snap. Johnny went down to try to get it, but Southeast was there. And the Seminoles get the big turnover. Mm. Just when you're, we were not very far from Octavius going all the way in, one shoestring, and then all of a sudden they got the ball. Football. So Southeast gets the turnover. They will drive start from their own 17. Again, Canes lead 26-20, 6.39 to go in the third quarter. Now they're going back to their original game plan. Thomas with five receivers, three to the left, two to the right. Thomas wants to throw, lofts it downfield incomplete on the near sideline. Uh, he threw it where the receiver was not. The receiver ran a little down and out. Jamar Gaskin on the coverage. He had a chance at that ball, too. You know what he Gaskin did. So second down and 10. So far so good for the Hurricane defense in the second half. Manatee will play Riverview Thursday night. We'll talk about that game and recap the big Southeast Manatee game Tuesday night, 6 o'clock. Hurricane Hotline live from Beefo Brady's. Thomas out of the gun. Mm. Manatee jumped. Again. So that will cost the Canes five. It'll be second and five. I don't know if it's just focus, concentration, whatever you want to call it, or lack of it. Thomas takes the snap out of the shotgun. He looks, he fires to the far sideline, and he completes for the first down. Landon Arsenal on the reception, and that's a first down. So Southeast hanging around here. Manatee thought they might be able to get a two-score lead, but a big turnover has given Southeast a chance to, once again, retake the lead. Canes lead by six. Southeast has a long way to go, though. It's first and ten from their own 29-yard line. Watch that throw over the middle, guys. Thomas takes the snap. He's in the pocket. Now it breaks down. He will run out of the pocket, and he will throw long, and it's incomplete. Good coverage by Rump as he threw to the near sideline to the 45-yard line to the intended receiver, Terrence Pryor. But that ball was forced to be thrown a little sooner than Thomas wanted to. He really, I thought he was going to tuck it and run. And that's what they're doing. They're getting rid of the ball real quick, though. That's Our pressure hasn't really been a factor a lot of times. So it's second and ten now. Again, the line of scrimmage. The 29-yard line of the Seminoles. The Seminoles and Hurricanes. Manatee has won seven straight in this once-storied rivalry. Thomas takes the snap, and here come the Cades. He gets the pass out. It's complete to the 25, but he's hit back at the 22 and driven down, actually, at the 27. He should not and get that forward motion. He should be back where they finally tackled him because they're gonna he say, broke loose. Yeah, they're going to say he was back at the 24. He was originally hit at the 27. Then he broke loose and got back to about the 24, and that's where the Canes made the stop. So all in all, it's a third and 14. So it's a, it was a right call then because he, he broke loose, and so his forward motion is wiped out. Rump on the stop, and now it's third and long. Thomas 
Sends three receivers to the right, to the left. He takes the snap. He'll throw over the middle. It is caught for the first down and more to the 40, to the 45, to the 50. Still on his feet, out of bounds on the far sideline. Finally, Jamar Gaskin, but again, a great throw and a great catch and very good yards after the catch. Boy, Southeast coming up with a huge third down conversion. First and 10 at the Manatee 42-yard line. Again, they, they've converted on third down several times this so far in this game. And we've got a timeout on the field with the Canes leading 26-25, 13 to go in the third quarter. We'll take a break. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. WLSS Sarasota. Got a water break on the field, and this reminder that Gator Air Conditioning is helping to keep the Manatee Hurricanes cool. Gator Air is home of the stress free service call. Gator Air offers service, repair, and installation of AC systems. Go to GatorAC.com for more information. All right, Southeast with a big first down from the Manatee 42 yard line. James Thomas out of the shotgun. We need a turnover. Thomas wants to throw over the middle, and we got the turnover. Collins with the interception at the 40, to the 45, to the 46-yard line goes the big guy, Tony Collins. We got it back. He made up for those offsides. (laughs) Wow. That was huge, Gene. So the Canes get the turnover. Manatee will have it first down and 10 at their own 46, driving right to left. Drummond back in the game. Might the Canes chuck it downfield here? Drummond wants to throw, wants to throw long. He's going long on the far side. It's incomplete. Over the outstretched arms of the intended receiver, Jordan Pompey. I'll keep him honest, though, David. Boy, Pompey kind of acted like he was being held a little bit on the far sideline. Second down and 10. We got a timeout. Got an injured player for Southeast. 4.46 to go in the third quarter. Manatee leads 26-20. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane Football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. 930 WLSS. Well, now's the time that the Hurricanes need to stretch this lead to two scores. We've got 4.46 to go in the third quarter. Canes lead 26-20. 
Manatee has the football, second down and 10. Line of scrimmage, the Hurricane 46-yard line. Zach Staten is in the game at fullback. Johnny Lang out of the Wildcat. Johnny will run to the right. Johnny runs into a brick wall after only a yard gain. So it'll be third down and nine. Mm. Johnny finding it tough to run in the second half here as Drummond will check back in. So it's a third and nine. Boy, Manatee desperately needs to pick up this first down. Two receivers go to the right. Kelvin McKnight to the left along with Cavius Price. Now Cavius goes in. And Drummond will keep it for the first down. Sloan across midfield all the way to the 40 to the 35-yard line. He faked it to Cavius Price and kept it right up the middle for 17 yards. And that's a familiar play. We saw Josh Meyer run it to perfection last year. And Gene, tonight... The new kid gets the nice carry. Yeah, and that's what, that's what we. Yep, you're on. Okay, that's that's how it's spread out, and it gives you four different plays out of that, because you know he can pull it to the receiver, keep it, or or uh, throw it. Johnny Lang out of the shotgun. Johnny will keep it to the left side. Johnny's got room to the thirty. Johnny to the twenty. Breaking tackles to the ten. Inside the ten to the seven yard line goes Johnny Lang. Wow. Tremendous run by Johnny Lang. That's one of our best plays of the game. Brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. And the Canes are in the Wells Fargo Financial Advisor Red Zone. Former Hurricane Chuck Brown will take care of all your financial planning. Find out what Chuck can do for you. Johnny Lang will give off to Octavius James as he twists to the five-yard line. Second and goal. This very important drive right here, guys. This late in this uh, third quarter. Canes need that two-touchdown cushion. Yeah, even though if you would have to kick the field goal, obviously you want the touchdown, but the field goal gives you the two-score lead. But let's just push it in here. Second and goal from the four. Johnny Lang out of the Wildcat. Staten is the blocking back. KP goes in motion. That's another high snap. Lang picks it up, and he's running to his right. Johnny trying to get to the outside, and he'll go down way back at the 25-yard line. What else can go wrong? This is Murphy's law. This is really O'Toole's law. O'Toole said Murphy was an optimist. So just when Southeast needed something bad to happen for the Hurricanes, it did. We shoot, shoot ourselves in the leg. A high snap. And Drummond will now be at quarterback on third and goal from the 25. You just need to get some yards to get the field goal here. Or get a touchdown. Drummond wants to throw. He fires it down to the end zone. He wants McKnight. Kelvin's got it. Touchdown. Kelvin's got it for a touchdown. And Cal, he got away with a nice push, too, by the way, guys. Kelvin McKnight, there is a flag. That's a late flag. Not sure what that's all about. It'll be afterwards. And the, the back judge, I think, is getting a little bit uh, flag happy on penalties against Southeast and us. Um, I think he jumped up and, and hit one of uh, him and Kavia's chest bump, and he threw it. Oh, man. I mean, let him at least show a little bit of emotion. Kelvin McKnight with a beautiful catch. What a throw by Sloan Drummond, his third touchdown. 
and I'll tell you what, McKnight got away with a push that time too, Dave. Well, they were they were arm they were both each other, going back and forth though. Yeah, but the last push was by McKnight to let let him open, and then they dropped the ball right in there. What a throw by Drummond! Canes push out the lead to 12, 32-20. Nick Knoll on for the extra point, and Knoll kicks it up and through, 33 to 20. The Canes with the lead, and that was a touchdown pass. What was it, 25-yard touchdown pass? Sloan Drummond to Kelvin McKnight, the extra point by Nick Knoll. And all of our scoring recaps brought to you by our good friend Brad Meek at Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, always remember Buccaneer Pond. The Meekster. That's a play you want to come Tuesday night and see right there, that throw and catch. It was fabulous. Sloan Drummond, 7 for 14, 165 yards and three touchdowns. Seven rushes for 54 yards on the ground. And Sloan Drummond is having quite a game. All of our statistics brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. Well, we've been able to count on the senior quarterback coming in and playing outstanding today. Whoa, you got it. And I mean, I don't know that Gene and Eddie that, a kid, you know that he had a sleepless night last night because he was ready to play last night. His debut against the arch rival Southeast could it could it have gone any better than it's gone so far? Couldn't absolutely <laughs> couldn't have. Gene, I don't no, think and so. I mean I, I wouldn't have wanted to play in the rain last night to get that going, but I'm glad we got a dry field as much as it is, and have given him some opportunity to throw a dry ball and uh, receivers catch a dry ball. Gene, was that penalty against us? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a celebration or pounding, whatever you want to call it. They just don't let you do anything. But you make a big play, and, you know, you want to celebrate a little bit. Nick Knoll will be kicking off from the 25-yard line. He hits it where there is no one else, and it bounces over the head, and now the Seminole picks it up at the 20. Arsenal trying to get outside to the 25, to the 29-yard line. Boy, you got to watch the late hit there. No yeah. flag. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, was, I was holding my breath. That's that good thought. kick coverage, though, by the Canes. Yeah, what we got to watch for those. Calvin McKnight got that taunting penalty. If he gets another one, he's out for the next game. So we got to make sure our kids don't do anything, even though they don't think they do it. If if they're jumping up well, and celebrating, a lot of it's where you're at. So run to our sidelines Gina, and do it. You sure the coaches know that and they're they're addressing that? Let's hope so. Well, I hope pass so. that along, yes. maybe. Because yeah, the last thing you would want would be Kelvin not playing against Riverview in a district game, a game that really is important to finish, get in the playoffs. James Thomas, the quarterback for Southeast as the Seminoles now trail 33-20. Thomas wants to throw. He's being harassed. He fires it down. It's almost picked by Laughlin at the 42-yard line. That ball was rifled, and Jarkevious couldn't quite hang on to it, so it'll be second down and 10. (laughs) These guys are funny out here. Yeah, a lot of jawing going on. Yeah, it's really pretty funny, some of it. Line of scrimmage, the 29 of Southeast. The Seminoles driving left to right. Manatee has finally pushed this lead out to two scores. 13-point lead by the Canes. Thomas sends two to the right, three to the left. Let's put some pressure on this young man. Don't give him a quick score. Thomas will run the football right up the middle. Nice gain to the 40. Gets the first down to the 41-yard line. Thomas... Saw a hole and went for it. Jamar Gaskin on the stop. 
No quitting this Southeast team, and hats off to John Warren and his staff. Very well-prepared football team here today in Southeast. It's not like Manatee's played a bad game. Southeast has just played really, really well. Manatee's made some silly mistakes with penalties, though. Yep. 135 to go in the third quarter. Southeast has the football first and 10 at their own 41. Thomas wants to throw again, lofts it downfield, and it is incomplete. A lot of pushing and shoving going on there, too. Laughlin on the coverage of Arsenault. And what Laughlin did, he used the sideline to his advantage right down in front of us. So it's an incomplete pass. And again, stay tuned after our game for the Grace Tax Advisory Show. That'll be coming up right after, right, Joe? Yep, right after Hurricane Football. And then Phil's gang after that. So you've got a good afternoon of programming. There's no Gator football today. The Gators are off after that disappointing loss last week to the Crimson Tide. Florida will be back on WLSS next week as the flag offsides Manatee. It's unbelievable the number of penalties today that they have. Yeah, that'll be addressed, no doubt. Florida will play Tennessee next week. Florida State today in about two and a half hours will take on the Wolf Pack from NC State University of Miami. We'll play the Dukies down in Miami, believe it or not. Duke, I think Duke is favored to win that game. If they're not, they should be. Thomas out of the shotgun, sends a man in motion left to right. Thomas will run the ball, and he is really smacked and driven down at the line of scrimmage. What a hit by Quanzie Jackson. Jackson's been a little quiet today, but he put a licking on James Thomas, and that will bring up a third and four. I wouldn't be surprised if the Canes can hold here if Southeast wouldn't go for it because you're getting down into that uh, territory where eh, you're down by a couple scores. Late in the third quarter, you're near midfield. We'll wait and see. First Manatee needs to stop him here. You're going to see that little short out pattern possibly that they've been completing over there, but we've been playing them deep. Thomas out of the gun on third down and four. He looks, he looks, he fires. Oh, it's complete to Arsenault to the 40, to the 35, to the 30-yard line. Manatee was there. We took a chance, tried to knock it down. We missed the ball, and it was completed for a long first down to the 30-yard line. That's disappointing because the defender was right there. He just threaded the needle. And this kid for Southeast, Landon Arsenault, is very good. Only a junior, 5'11", 170 pounds. So Southeast driving again to the Manatee 30-yard line. In motion comes Kevin Johnson. The quarterback will keep it up the middle for just a couple of yards to the 28. Quanzie Jackson on the stop. That'll be our final play of the third quarter. Manatee leads Southeast 33-20. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top-quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family-owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. 
Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. 930 WLSS. Manatee Hurricane Football also brought to you by First America Bank, a trusted partner for your business, customer focused, community strong, and by Bright House Sports Network. Of course, they bring you the game of the week, and that'll be Manatee St. Pete in a few weeks from Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. Big district game. Right now, Manatee. Trying to hold off the Seminoles, 33-20 as we start the fourth quarter. Manatee leads. Southeast has the football, second and eight from the Manatee 28-yard line. Thomas at quarterback takes the snap out of the gun. He looks to run. He's got some room on the far side to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, and he is in the end zone, I believe, for a touchdown. Wow, what a run by James Thomas. Mm. No flags. Just a great play by this young man, James Thomas. Not a defender over there. Southeast will not go away. Man, this is going to go down as one of the classic Southeast Manatee games. (laughs) This is stressful. Manatee has a player down on the far sideline. That's Malik Mitchell. Backup safety. Hopefully he's just cramping. Gene's right there with him. Yeah, he's just cramping. Yeah, because we also, you know, with our other defensive back being out for next week because of getting thrown out of the game, it's the game you're in plus one. So we did confirm that. So we'll have no Jamari McDonald yep. next week. Yep. So no, that's not good. No. And, again, cramping the report on Malik Mitchell. All of our injury reports brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Former Hurricane John Walls will make sure you stay in the game. Request Physical Therapy has four area locations to better serve you. Check them out at requestpt.com. Well, just when we thought, uh, hey, we've got a two-score lead, things are going well, Southeast drives the ball and gets a touchdown to cut the lead to 33-26, and now the extra point attempt. Need a block here. And we got it. How about that? Good call, Dave. Good call. Needed the block. We got the block. That was Jamar Gaskin, and that's huge. That (laughs) is huge. So it's a seven-point lead, 33-26. What an odd game. (laughs) Boy, you just never can predict high school football, especially when it's played on Saturday morning into Saturday afternoon. And it's a rivalry game, too. So the Canes... Still with a seven-point lead as the extra point is blocked by Gaskin. And he got in there in a hurry, and Rodriguez didn't have a chance. I want to invite everyone to come out to Beef O'Brady's on Cortez Road for Hurricane Hotline. We'll be out there Tuesday evening, and you can see highlights of this exciting game against the Seminoles, and also we'll preview the Riverview game. Again, the Riverview game is Thursday, Thursday evening. Don't go down there Friday and expect to see football. <laughs> or us. 
We won't be there either. Or don't tune in Friday night expecting right. to hear football. We have Thursday night football. Yep. From Saturday afternoon to Thursday night. We play all over the place. Rodriguez to kick. And this one goes into the end zone. Barely, but doesn't matter. Price wanted to bring it out, but the referee said no go. So the Canes will have to take it 80 yards for a touchdown. Manatee has shown quick strike ability tonight with the arm of Sloan Drummond. I'm sure Manatee's going to want to chew some time off the clock now and get a sustained drive. We'll probably see a lot of Johnny Lang here. Lang is the setback, Drummond the quarterback. Two receivers to either side. Kelvin McKnight has had a huge game. He split to the left. Drummond will give off to Johnny. Johnny leans ahead for a couple to the 22. Second and eight. They got to sustain a drive on this this time, Dave. Yes, indeed. We're only, we're only above one touchdown ahead. Can't give it back to the Seminoles with just a seven-point lead. We'll be in overtime, maybe. Drummond sends three receivers to the right. McKnight, the lone receiver to the left. Drummond wants to throw to McKnight. He completes it. McKnight to the 30, the first down, out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. You know, Gene, that's an easy pitch and catch. Southeast playing way off of Kelvin McKnight now. Yeah, it's an easy pitch and catch with a strong right-handed quarterback, so we need to keep utilizing that because then you've got the fake and go, pump and go on that, and McKnight would would obviously be way past the route. I was going to say, he throws that ball out there so hard, they don't have a chance to come up and get it. Drummond out of the shotgun on first and ten, takes the snap, gives off to Johnny. Johnny trying to get to the outside. He's got some room to the 35, cuts it to the 40, and goes down to the 41, and some late people jumping into the pile. That's going to cost Southeast 15. So, I... I, We've got our receivers raising their hand like he's going to call a block in the back. Well... Look, I saw Southeast diving in there. It's against us. They're going to say we dove in there. Well, Southeast dove in there. Manatee may have two, but this is unbelievable. holy mackerel. This whole thing is unbelievable. They're going to call. There's two penalties on us. There's holding and there's a personal foul. Or was it pushing the back? So I don't know what that's else. not a good thing. Ball goes back to the... 31-yard line. First down again, though. So it's first and about 11 for the Canes. Drummond out of the shotgun, driving left to right in the fourth quarter. Drummond wants to throw, flares it across to Price. Price grabs it, and there's another flag on the play as Price goes out of bounds. And he's the only guy over there, isn't he, Gene? Yeah, he's going to call holding on Calvin McKnight. There's no way Calvin was holding. This is unbelievable. Where was Kelvin? <laughs> we, I couldn't even see him. It was just a good block. I mean, it's it's they just they're making up stuff now. Mm-mm-mm. That's gonna move us back fifteen. So that's another positive play negated by yet another penalty. I wonder how many we've had tonight penalties. Do you have any idea, Phil? 
Maybe a football game will break out here shortly. Maybe the refs will let him play. It'll be a penalty game so far. As Drummond is in the gun on first and 16 now. First and 16. Sloan wants to throw. Fires it to McKnight. It's caught again. McKnight to the 40. And he is pushed out of bounds on the far sideline. Pretty close to the first down. They say he went out at... They're going to say the 38, so that'll be four yards short of the first down, but a nice gain, 11 yards. So it's second down and four for the Canes from the 38-yard line. They need to get to the 42 to get the first down. Three receivers come to the right. Drummond out of the gun. Sloan takes the snap. Sloan wants to throw. He's going to throw long. He's got a man, but he overthrows Kelvin McKnight. It was the old stop and go, the Gene Gallo play. And Sloan just overthrew him a little bit. So it'll be third down and four. Thirteen penalties we have unofficially against the Canes for a lot of yards. The timing of of them are so bad. A lot of those have been 15, some 10, a few fives. We've had everything. All right, got to get the first down here. Ball at the 38 of Manatee. Canes lead, but only by a touchdown, 33-26. We're in the fourth quarter. And Drummond, the quarterback, will keep it, and he will not get the first down. He faked it to Price. Price wanted to get the football, but he kept it for a couple yards. It'll be fourth and three. Mm. And Nick Knoll will have to punt. So Southeast will get the football back here, trailing by seven, 11 minutes to go in the game. Another series by the Canes killed by penalties. Unbelievable tonight. Nick Knoll averages 35 yards a punt. Good snap. Nick gets a very, very high punt. That Southeast will just let hit at the 30 and roll dead at the 28-yard line. So that's where Southeast will have the football first and 10 from their own 28-yard line. Well, these fans have been entertained, the ones that came out, and we have a pretty good crowd here at John Kiker Memorial Stadium for Saturday afternoon football now. We're approaching 1.30. And again, if you're tuning in looking for the Grace Tax Advisory Show, It will be airing right after our game. Also, Phil's gang will air right after the Grace Tax Advisory Show. Here, it's Manatee Southeast and a thriller, 33-26. Southeast with the football, first and 10 from their own 28-yard line. Thomas takes the snap. Thomas fires down complete to the 33, out of bounds at the 35. That's a nice eight-yard pickup. Woody knocks him out, but... Southeast has been able to effectively throw the football and not a lot of pressure. They've gone to a very quick throwing game, and when we have put some pressure, the quarterback Thomas has been able to elude it and for the most part has played flawless football today. Has thrown a couple of picks. We could use another one right now. We've got timeout called by Southeast, so the Hurricanes... With a 33-26 lead, 9.05 to go in our game, we'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. 
When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 930 WLSS. We're back here at Southeast High School where the Seminoles have fought tooth and nail with this Manatee team and only trail by a touchdown. The Hurricanes state ranked number nine in 7A. Three and one on the year, riding a three-game winning streak, but that's in jeopardy right now. Southeast has the football driving right to left, second down and three. Thomas out of the shotgun, and there's a flag. and Offsides. Plunzy Jackson jumped off, but he may have been drawn off. Yes, yep, he was. He was. Yeah, Good. so that's a five-yard penalty, a costly one, because it moves a second and short into a second and long. Second down and eight. Phil Dudevaugh providing statistics for today's game. Trying to keep him awake over here. <laughs> Phil had a rough night last night. No football, so... Second down and eight. We can keep an eye on him when there's a football game. Thomas out of the gun. A little bit of a low snap. Thomas picks it up, fires it over the middle. Great catch at the 45, to the 50, to the 45, to the 40 out of bounds at the 38-yard line. What a catch and run by Keon Birch. That play has been open over the middle like that all night. Yeah, what's happening is this. They are running out. Four and five receivers. So we are asking a linebacker to cover a very fast running back, Birch, who normally plays running back, sometimes receiver, and it's a mismatch. And they've been able to beat us the majority of the times with that. Now they have a running back in the game, Kevin Johnson. Little change up here. With Thomas still in the shotgun, first and ten for the Seminoles. Another timeout. Well, let's see if that will come back to haunt Southeast. They've had to burn two TOs here in the fourth quarter. Manatee maintains a 33-26 lead. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. 930 WLSS. Hey, if you're listening around the Bradenton, Sarasota area, you want some great, fresh seafood, head out to the beach. Unique waterfront dining, one of three restaurants. Sandbar Beach House Mar Vista. Head out there this weekend for what will be a great seafood dinner. Quarterback James Thomas out of the gun, takes the snap. He wants to throw. He hits a receiver once again, and that is a pretty good gain to Giardina. Giardina picks up about six yards. He's a transfer from Bradenton Christian.
So Southeast just methodically driving the football against this Manatee defense. Those little curls and those little slants they're beating us on. We just can't get to the quarterback because they're throwing so quick. They're just throwing it out there real quick. Thomas, the quarterback, has had a great game. He sends three receivers to the right, one to the left. Delay. Delay a game. Well, that helps. So, again, from second and four to second and nine. Now Manatee just needs to buckle down, Gene Brown. You've got to get a stop here. Yeah, and I, I, our defense is really uh, shocking me in the way that they're playing. It's like they're playing tight now instead of playing loose. And, you know, we've been loose all year. So I think they're looking at the scoreboard and saying, wait a minute, they're only seven points. They score here and uh, a little bit tight. All right, the Canes need to get a stop here. Second and nine for the Seminoles. Thomas sends a man in motion, and he will throw long and incomplete as the receiver broke his route. The ball fell harmlessly at about the 16-yard line, so it's third down and nine. Now is the time to make it happen. If the Seminoles don't get it here, you would expect they'll go for it. Kind of in no man's land here. Thomas will either run or they'll throw that little slant. That little slant is open. Mackey got a little bit of a breather. He's back in for the Hurricanes. Third down and nine. Thomas sends three receivers to the left, two to the right. That means he's going to run. Thomas wants to throw. He's being harassed. He'll go down. What a time for the sack. Tony Collins, Matt Mackey back there at the 45-yard line for the sack. They sent everybody. They sent all the linebackers and everything at time. Boy, that was dialed up at exactly the right time. And now what are they going to do back at the 45-yard line? Looks like they're sending the punt team out. They want to try to pin the Hurricanes deep. You don't want to give them good field position. I think this is the right call, guys. They haven't been able to stop many T either many times, you know, except for the dang penalties. So I think you're right. Rodriguez will punt the football and a very, very sluggish snap that Kelvin McKnight watches sail into the end zone. That helps us. (laughs) We'll have it first and 10 at the 20-yard line. Gene. As a former center, that snap takes a long time to get back there. <laughs> yeah, and I watched them in warm-ups, and uh, they're not really snapping it as well as just throwing it back there. So it's an interesting uh, thing that's happening. But, but again, it gets, I mean, I think we could probably put some pressure and block it, but he kicks it so short, we don't want to take that chance. We tried that time. 7-11 to go in the game. Manatee has the football. The Hurricanes lead 33-26. Canes driving left to right. Johnny Lang in the game in the Wildcat. Cavius goes in motion. Cavius will get the ball to the 25, and there's a flag on the play. Oh, I'm so surprised. What is going on here? This is just amazing. Price got a good gain, but holding another holding. Call. Big penalties, 15-yard penalties, one after another. 
My question is, if we didn't do it in the first half, how all of a sudden now are we doing it? Or if we didn't do it in the first four games. Did we just teach them how to hold before this game? No, they just don't see what's <laughs> happening. You know, we're good blockers. We're talking about McKnight, the way he blocked. And all of a sudden, it just came back to haunt us. We've had a few of these games over the years where all of a sudden you'll get a crew that just gets on a roll calling that against the receiver. So the Canes are going to have to fight through it. Now it's first down and 18 back at the 14. Johnny Lang will run the football. Johnny sidesteps a man and gets it out close to the 20-yard line. So he gets the penalty yardage back. It'll be second down and 10. So that's good. You got the penalty back, and there's a Southeast player down. So we've got a timeout on the field with the Canes leading 33-26. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to galatiyachts.com. 930 WLSS. Hurricanes lead 33-26, 6.43 to go in our game. Manatee has the football second down and 10, just shy of the 20-yard line, driving left to right. Field getting a little chewed up, but considering all the rain we've had, not that bad. Drummond out of the shotgun. He is in the game now at quarterback. And he will give off to Johnny Lang. Big hole for Johnny. Johnny fighting for the first down, and he has it to the 30-yard line. Nice hole on the left side, and Lang made it happen. 11-yard pickup for Johnny Lang. Big first down, David. Get us out of that hole now. And keep the clock churning. Right. They spotted at the 31. Kane sent two receivers to the right, two to the left. Lang the setback. Sloan drumming the quarterback. Sloan takes the snap. Again to Johnny. Johnny with a nice hole again as he gets to the 36-yard line. Give him five. Second down and five. You're going to see a... Steady dose of Johnny Lang here. Nothing wrong with that. Killing the clock. We're down to 545. McKnight is split to the left. Three receivers to the right. Lang in the Wildcat formation takes the snap. Johnny runs the option. He pitches back to James. The ball is loose. Southeast picks it up. The Seminoles pick it up. Why did we do that? Wow. They had the option play read pretty well. Lang pitched at the last minute, but he's not used to pitching the ball. Why would you change what you were doing that was working? I don't understand that. I'm sorry. I think that was a bad call. We're running straight ahead. We're throwing the ball good. Stay with that. Don't try to get too tricky. So now Southeast has a chance to tie the game. Or go ahead if they go for two. 5.26 to go. This would be a monumental win for Southeast if they pull it off. And a very disappointing loss if the Canes can't hold on here. Actually an embarrassing loss, in my opinion. Well, I think that takes a little away from Southeast. Well, yeah, but look at the teams that have beat them bad. Well, I know that, but we're playing today. 
We're not playing two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and today Southeast has played a great game. So you have to give them some credit. Manatee, again, hasn't played well, but Southeast really has forced a lot of that. They didn't force that, though. That was just an unforced turnover. So Thomas will try to get Southeast in the end zone. First down and 10. Southeast running a player on at the last minute. An extra lineman comes in. Line of scrimmage, the 25. Thomas wants to throw. He's being harassed. Now he'll run the ball. He gets it to about the 20-yard line inside the 20 for five yards. Goes quarterback James Thomas. Laughlin on the stop. Man, just when it looked like Manatee had it rolling, we turned it over. A lot of turnovers by the Hurricanes in this game. Now it's up to the defense to make another stop. Under five minutes to go now. Again, a seven-point lead by the Canes. Second and five. Thomas in the shotgun. And there's a delay of game. So they're not getting the playoff. As they don't have a clock here like we do at home at Joe Cadan Field at Hawkins Stadium. So that will cost Southeast five. And they can't afford to call any more timeouts. They've only got one left. They need to keep that one. So it's now second and ten. Up to the defense now. We need to get one of those turnovers. We need to get a stop. Thomas out of the shotgun on second and long. Takes the snap. Here come the Canes. Thomas runs away from pressure and gets across the 20 to about the 18-yard line. Picked up five. It'll be third and five. There's a flag on the far side of the field. Wait and see what that's all about. It is holding. That's a costly hold this time against the Seminoles. Yeah, finally a break for the Canes on the flags. You know, guys, I was thinking about that. That I don't think that was a terrible play call for Johnny Lang trying to do an option. It was the timing of the game, obviously. And, you know, we want Johnny to be able to do that in games, but not when it's a seven-point score and we're down in their territory. That still makes it a bad call. So that will put the ball all the way back to the 38-yard line. It'll be second down and 22. Southeast. Trying to get it, the tying score. Thomas wants to throw. The pressure being put on. He flares it out. It's complete, but tackled right of the way at the 37. Well, that only picks up maybe a yard. Great defense by the Hurricanes. And it will be third down and long now. Antonio Henderson. Well, he's played great this year. Now they, they're, they're practically in four-down territory now, guys, because you're getting down where it's 350 to go in our game and, and they're either going to go across that middle or they're going to go deep on the right side third and 21 thomas out of the gun takes the snap here come the canes again thomas rolling away from the pressure he fires it down and it is incomplete great defense by the canes good well-timed hit is what that was i'm just glad we didn't get interference hey gene we've been uh Running in a guy at defensive end and trying to pick, I think it's 28? 26 is rotating with both defensive ends on different plays. Okay, that's Dominique Nelson. 
and he'll go in for um, Nelson Dominique. Yeah, he'll be switching back and forth depending on. They're trying to rest our defensive ends the way they're blocking us. Six foot one eighty. He's pretty quick too, by the way. He's quicker than Mackey. All right, here it is. Fourth down. This could be the football game. Fourth and twenty-one. Thomas wants to throw. He lofts it downfield, and it is incomplete. The Canes of Hell, Laughlin on the coverage. That would have been a first down, but the ball floated out of bounds down at about the 12-yard line, and Manatee will take over on downs and a big sigh of relief. And our left end could have been called for offsides. He was quick coming across that line. He must have timed it perfect. Nelson Dominique getting some playing time, six foot 180. They list him as a DB, but he's lining up at defensive end for the Hurricanes. Yeah, he's quick. So Manatee will take over, and now... Just let Johnny go. Hang on to the ball and run it. This is a time when uh, Manatee can break something long, too. Sloan Drummond is not in at quarterback as there's There's, there's a flag. flag. Johnny Lang is in. Phil Dudovall, what are you doing to me? What was the call? It was against them. Five yards. Offsides, they lined up. So the ball now put down at the 42-yard line. Still waiting for some sort of a signal. All right, don't give it to us. First and five for the Canes, leading 33-26, 3.28 to go in our game. Johnny Lang out of the shotgun. Johnny running to the left. Johnny breaks a tackle to the 50. Johnny to the 40. Johnny to the 30. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. Johnny Lang. What a run. What a great run, too. Did you see him push the guy ahead of him? He had a blocker. There's a flag? Yeah, they're going to throw another flag for celebrating. Well, you still get the touchdown. Man. Did these refs not want to go home? Oh, my goodness. This is, it's been ridiculous, honest. They ought to, we ought to report this. <laughs> That's a famous saying. That's ridiculous. Deborah. Well, and it's the same uh, back judge, you know. I mean, yeah. Just, I don't know, they'll just let him play or what? He just learned that rule. So Johnny Lang breaks it for 58 yards. Nick Nolan to try the extra point, and we've seen that so often. I late guess you're in not games. allowed to celebrate. You know, you're not allowed to show some excitement. No, Johnny know, wasn't doing nothing but just running. So yeah. You, no, yeah, you can't do anything as Coach Dollars. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we've had enough of these officials. Yeah. And that's one man that will never complain about nothing. So you know if Coach Dollard's complaining or something. The extra point by Nick Knoll is no good. Thirty-nine to twenty-six. I hope they work with him next week because he's missed three. So the Canes lead by 13 with 3.17 to go. We'll keep it here. And that run by Johnny Lang was definitely one of our best plays of the game, brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. And I don't want to you know, harp on the officials because they're doing, obviously, the best job they can. But in some games you don't get any flags, and in some games you get just like 15, 20 flags. And you just wish there was... Some consistency well, in calling this game, things, that's yeah, all. In this game, you know, obviously when, when Johnny Lang breaks out for a 58-yard touchdown run, he's going to be excited. He's going to be excited. It's the, it's the him, run-clinching 
touchdown yeah, and run. He didn't do anything in what I could see. He just kind of put his arm up and brought it back down. You yeah. know, he realized he was in the clear. Well, they've kept mean, Southeast in his game, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, definitely has. And some of them we deserve, but most of them we don't. Well, what, you, you're just going to have to run it in the end zone and hand the ball to the official. That's exactly right. Well, obviously, when they threw that, McKnight was right out there with them. I was hoping they didn't try to throw it on McKnight because they know yeah. McKnight gets it, he's out for next game. If Johnny gets one now, he's out for next game. So we cannot do anything the last three minutes and 17 seconds. Maybe don't let him back out there. <laughs> Nick Knoll kicking off. Nick has had some issues tonight with extra points, but he's punted well. And his kickoff is taken at the 20 by Arsenault. He's across the 30 to the 33-yard line where he goes down. So it's a 30, uh, what is it up there, 39 to 26? That's right. Hard to read the scoreboard as the Hurricanes apparently have this game in hand. But you never know. There's plenty of time, a quick pass, an onside kick, and, well, stranger things have happened. Four or five funky penalties. Hats off to the Southeast Seminoles. They have played an outstanding game. They showed me something today under new coach John Warren. He's got to be very proud of this team. There's no moral wins, but if there ever was one, if Southeast would lose, this would be a moral win. They're an outman team, but you couldn't tell it today. This quarterback has played outstanding. And he's looking for more things here in the final three minutes. Thomas out of the gun. Thomas getting some pressure from Mackey, and he'll go down. He goes down at the 29-yard line. It's Mackey and Mills. Another flag. Personal foul. Get southeast this time. And was it a dead ball? Yeah, it's a dead ball, so take it. Mark it off. We've officially set a record for the most penalties ever in a Manatee Southeast game. I'm sure. Eclipsing the old mark from 1969, was it? I'm just making all this up. Maybe I have no (laughs) earthly idea. When did Southeast open? Uh, I don't even know that they were open in 69. I don't think. I I don't think they were. Yeah, back in the 70s maybe? I graduated in 61. (laughs) There wasn't even a field or nothing over here, so. Thomas after the penalty all the way back at his 15, and he'll run the option play, and the running back is corralled, Kevin Johnson. Johnson stopped, and we're down to 2.34 to go in our game. Line of scrimmage now all the way back at the 16-yard line. This has been a nice, entertaining game despite all the penalties. That was Nelson Dominique on the stop. This young man getting a lot of playing time tonight. I'll have to stop and get some Nexium after this thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're going on three hours. Long game with all the penalties. Thomas, third down and 29. He takes the snap. He wants to throw again. He's being harassed, and again he'll go down. Quanzie Jackson was in there. Along with Nelson Dominique. So it's fourth down, and Southeast will punt it away. And if we follow script to what happened last week, Kelvin McKnight will run this back for a touchdown. (laughs) 
And just don't run into the kicker. And just don't high step it or anything because then we get some weird penalty. Calvin's out for next week. Yeah, that's rule 7A, no high stepping. Fourth and 30. The punter gets it off. McKnight will have a chance to return it, and he grabs it at midfield, tries to get to the outside, still trying to get to the outside, and he is still on his feet and goes out of bounds on the far side where they're going to mark him out. Now more flags. What are they about? Well, they better not call out on Kelvin McKnight for keeping running because if they do, (laughs) then he doesn't play next week. And that is going to be a personal foul against Southeast. Yeah. Oh, good. Wow. (laughs) I wonder what in the world could that be against us because it seems like all of them have been against us. So Kelvin actually went out at the... 44, penalty was thrown at the 40. They will mark this off and put the ball down inside the 30 at the 25-yard line. So Manatee will have it first and 10 at the 25. 39-26, to 26, the Canes lead. The Canes are going to win this game, but it was a very hard-fought game with Southeast. Give the Seminoles a lot of credit. Sloan Drummond is in the game. And can't tell if that's Octavius. I Probably think it is. is. He's yeah. running back. His uniform in his dirty is Lang. Yes, Octavius James gets it. He'll run to the right. Octavius still on his feet to the 20, to the 10. And he has run out of bounds. But there, of course, is a flag. Another hold. I am going to refrain from commenting anymore. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll take a look on Huddle at the uh, at the film, though, and see how many of these have been justified and not. But if you listen to Dennis Tallard down there, you know, who doesn't say a whole lot usually. Yeah, he's very reserved. Yeah, but maybe we should just go down on a knee because you can't hold on a knee. <laughs> but you can't move the ball either. 54 seconds to go in our game. Manatee leads 39-26. to 26. Canes are going to win this game. Manatee tested, though, today. Octavius James takes it. James to the 30. James still on his feet. We'll have one more play as Octavius James gets a nice carry, about 10 yards, down to 41 seconds to go. And Manatee will run one more play to Octavius James, and that'll be that. Good win for the Hurricanes. And it's hard to say a good loss for Southeast, but I think it was. Well, I think they found themselves. They'll, they, they, they'll give some people a bad time the rest of the season. Drummond in a quarterback. He gives it off to Octavius James. James running on the right side. He goes down at the 29, and... That will do it for our game. The Manatee Hurricanes victorious this afternoon over the Southeast Seminoles, our final 39-26. We'll take a timeout and be back to wrap it up from John Kiker Memorial Stadium. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick GMC. Hurricane fans. 
If you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Client first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. WLSS Sarasota. Welcome back to John Tyker Memorial Stadium. We're on the campus of Southeast High School where we've just seen the Manatee Hurricanes knock off the Southeast Seminoles. Final score. 39-26. 39-26. It was a game that was postponed from last night and a game that uh, was pretty exciting. Uh, you know, we had a ton of penalties, of course. We've talked about that and and, and rehashed that enough. But uh, all in all, you know, it was an exciting game. I think Manatee will go back and work on some things, especially defensively. The Canes' offense looks pretty good right now and how things have changed in the last couple of weeks Eddie Mula. Yes and I think we found us a quarterback tonight in Sloan because he's a double threat. He runs the ball. He looks a lot like Josh. He's a big kid. He throws the ball. He threw some beautiful passes tonight. Some very He's very accurate strong arm. It gives us a dimension that we really haven't had and I think this is a new era for the for the Canes here for the rest of the season. I really think so. Well Gene Brown you've got to play defense with intensity and I think that's one thing that was missing a little bit from the Hurricanes and you know that happens from time to time and when it does happen the offense has got to pick you up and that's what the Manatee offense did led by three touchdown passes by Drummond. Yeah when you look at the defense out here and I'm walking on this field and you know we always say rain is an equalizer from a good team to a bad team and this field is still even though we had no rain in the air the field is in horrendous shape which gives an advantage to a receiver in cutting our defense wasn't as motivated as we've seen them in the past. Maybe they felt what they watched and what they'd seen. The Southeast offense wasn't that good. Southeast played a great game, as you said, Dave. And, I mean, we, we always don't want to give credit a little bit, but their coach did a great job and their staff of uh, doing what they needed to do to keep this a ball game, and they did, and kudos to them. And we need to come back and grow, and, and our offense is – hopefully that next level now that we were hoping for. Well, the question is, does your team gain more out of a game like this or a 62 to nothing blowout like last year? I think it, it, it gets more from a game like this and that we played it. You know, even right. we could have last oh, night, yeah. like most other schools, we've heard some of the others are canceled. And you know what? 
going into district, we want to play it. Unfortunately, we lost one of our defensive backs for last week, but they got to grow from that um, or for next week, and they've just got to grow. And we've got to learn what we're going to be and who we're going to be. And in a tight game, we got to step up, even though maybe we shouldn't have been in it. Um, we were, and we held out. Well, I like the fact that, Gene, we had some backup players step up tonight and play key roles, and that's going to have to happen from here on out. Yeah, because now we have a backup quarterback starting the rest of the year. Yeah, he's. I think he's our starting quarterback now. Sloan Drummond uh, had an outstanding game. Kelvin McKnight was outstanding, and another great game by Johnny Lang. Phil Dudeval with all of our closing statistics. Yeah, it's Sloan Drummond, 9 for 17, 186 yards, and you're going to see those numbers progress over the weeks as he becomes more comfortable with his receivers and has his other receivers start catching the ball because he has a lot more yards if a couple of his receivers just catch the ball and run down the field, a couple of drop passes early in the game. But, of course, Kevin McKnight's still there to catch every ball thrown to him, eight receptions for 136 yards. Johnny Lang, although not running from the Wildcat for most of the game, the fourth quarter he did a lot just so... We kind of ran the clock down, but still 20 run rushes for 187 yards. Jeez. Oh, Just another day at the office. Yep, and Octavius James, nine rushes for 35 yards. He'd have more stats, too, if there weren't a couple of penalties thrown on him. and Just kind of a rough game, but Manatee able to come out with the win and able to give Sloan a good start here. Gene, I think you saw glimpses of what this Manatee offense can do and really, what the Southeast offense did is something that Manatee can do, quick passes. Because that's what you do sometimes when you have a young offensive line. You don't give the other team time to get to the quarterback. And that's what Southeast did the entire game. And it worked pretty darn good. And that's what I think you'll see from this Manatee team. And as we evolve and the offensive line matures, you're going to see more power running. Yeah, and that's going to be important as we get going into the playoffs. Obviously, we want to got to win our district games and get there but some of those plays that we didn't have available with aj or johnny at quarterback we do with sloan drummonds because you could you can do the uh, fake about four different ways and you're either going to run it up the middle run it outside quarterback keeper or pitch it outside so we have a lot of options all right that's going to do it from john kiker memorial stadium i want to thank everyone involved in today's broadcast very unusual saturday morning afternoon game and We really, really appreciate everyone at WLSS sticking with us and making sure we were able to bring you this game. Joe Weaver, you did another great job, and again, just thank you very, very much. Down on the field, Gene Brown weathering those conditions last night and those field conditions in the slosh down there today. Up here in the booth, Phil Dudeval with our statistics, and of course, Eddie Mulock. This is Dave Bristow, once again, our final Manatee. 39 Southeast 26. Until Tuesday night, so long, everyone. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.